Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. No. 
this is T.J. Morris, and you're listening to E.T. Radio. Welcome aboard, all you ground troops, spinning around smartly with Cosmos Radio Organization. Tonight, we welcome you to our Eric Hopp Education Research Association, but we're also the ACE Metaphysical Institute, and we are here to share our agreement of what the future holds. We share with authors, consultants, organizers, radio show hosts, We'd communicate with our speech craft, so we're all into the communication age. We're co-creators, and we work to share our opinions, views, and ideas in synchronicity. And getting along with the Ascension Center organization in cyberspace, we have the cyberspace cultural community, and we believe alien civilizations exist. Now we have archivists and researchers who are also authors and storytellers and go to game playing, role playing, and live with archetypes, and I do tarot. I like to read the tarot. I like to use my special gifts, whether you call them clairvoyant, psychic, just intuitive impressions, uh, whatever method you use, we all have sensory techniques. Now, we can give you some pointers tonight because we've got people that go every year to the Mid-South Con in Memphis, Tennessee, including Bill M. Tracer, who is an author and artist, and many people have psychic truths. We use various things, including chakra balancing, and we have our group, the Ascension Center, and we've been teaching metaphysics, well, personally, since 89 to 93, and we have people my age now, the baby boomers, and we've been talking about all the different groups and the millennials and Generation X and people coming now and those that are working together comfortably, comfortably, and practicing various pointers in how to be a metaphysician and what all that entails and how to work with the universes. And it's your responsibility to keep yourself up and balanced so you have a personality that we can all get along with <laughs> in the universe so welcome thank you for coming we'd like to invite you to come if you'd like to be a part of the show tonight it's open floor panels for call-ins guest call-in is 347-945-7207 if you've been feeling positive energy being drawn in or negative energy out Either one, come and tell us about it. This is meant for you as an individual to connect to the universal healing energy, which we have a big part of. We're doing the universal mind in leading and healing energy with love and peace through your entire being, directly and indirectly using your chakras, chakra balancing. We can share with you the many truths that we hold dear. Some people don't understand how to be human or how to have psychic abilities. Some have responsibilities, some don't. The more is given, the more is expected, and we can work with you with your inner abilities to be more than you are today. We have psychic abilities that many people just don't understand how to be in the now, but also to understand the future with finances, career, relationships, and many other good choices for sound insights and advice. I've been teaching classes on how to use all those for many, many years, and I guess I'm going to get back into it so we can help do better then. And I've died and been on the other side a couple of times, and I'm glad to be doing what we call giving clues to those out there that may not have studied or have the uh, energy or the time because you're out there trying to make clothes, our raiment, food, clothing, and shelters, we say the basics. 
but we'd like to discuss some of the powers that we have, psychic abilities that are intimate or confusing, if you're not sure what are uh, what they are in your appearance or your surroundings, and how to attempt to gain information about yourself and others around you. We have an inner and outer, a microcosm and the macrocosm. We have the inner world and the outer world, and we're very confident that those of us that hang out together uh, they say uh, birds of a feather flock together, but we can give you some practice pointers if you'd like on how to be better at being you. I am a psychic reader, but I like I don't really care for the name psychic, but we're stuck with it pretty much in entertainment and spirituality because these are gifts we all have, this inner sense, intuitive sense, that confident feeling that validates you with certain information that you're endowed with spiritually metaphysically okay and tonight we can discuss some of our roles there's many in the ancient mystery schools and uh, gathering thoughts that have uh, ways to validate how you actually use your energy for information and how you retrieve that information about you and your life and others in your life currently in in your past now, uh, the psychic validation can serve two purposes, and psychic validation is a way for you to receive accurate information that you already know or that you could know, and it's sort of a pump primer for psychics. We have the ACE Metaphysical Institute, and we have many ways, many groups, many uh, associations, and many classes if you're interested in joining us including the Alien Contact Organization for those that are experiencers or just beginning their journey in understanding extraterrestrials are those incredible levels, planes, and dimensions that you possibly have not been aware of in the 3D. And many people aren't. They don't understand it. And they go usually into Psych 101, our beginning ancient mystery school. So remember... We all adopt to the surroundings and our views, and we have neurons popping off all the time. Intuitively, uh, these are things that happen to us to keep our brains going and being who we are. And, you know, I was talking to my daughter today, and it's very much about uh, being yourself. Hey, John Drockton. I haven't seen you in a while, so welcome, John. I appreciate you being there. He likes our Ace Metaphysical Institute. He represents our California group. In Modesto, California, John Drockton, everybody. He's been with us, what, three years now? John, we're going on our fourth year, June 6th, and we like to share information. And uh, I've had Janet Carolesson said she's doing another show, but she's going to leave that one and come over here, so she may share some. She's got the Tantra Temple, Tantra School, and uh, how to work with your uh, knowing, intuitive uh, beings with Tantra and how they use those. So we're going to enjoy our journey today. This is just the beginning, the first day of the rest of our lives, isn't it? So I hope you can grab something to drink, sit back, enjoy yourself, be with us now, be a member, and we have mentors if you want to share your life with us in cyberspace. And like I said, we'll meet you annually in Memphis in March if you're interested in coming and being a part. We have paranormal panels and we share our gifts and whatever it is that you want to bring to the table, be they books, tarot cards, paintings, whatever intuitive wisdom that you are willing to share with someone. You know, there's so many physical gifts out there. There's so many mental gifts. And the choice is yours. 
the world is a big place, and we are all intuitive and have incredible journeys that lie ahead of us for knowing and the tools to help you in everyday life. And it's very hard to live life without a purpose. And uh, many of us study reincarnation, and that's okay if you don't, but many of us come in with this flesh, this body we call the veil when you come in in this fleshy, bony bag of bones or flesh body or uh, whatever you want to call this humanoid physical structure. It's uh, proven that we're spiritual beings that are physically endowed here. Uh, We have a way to adapt to our state of being in a physical form, and this is your journey, and this is your attempt to approach uh, how you feel emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and physically with your friends and family and coworkers, and a lot of things we share here you may be drawn to for conversation with us because you may not get it. Uh, people may not believe like you do, you know. They may not understand you and that you're growing and you're becoming and you're awake and you're aware. So I'd like to share that with people that feel like they're on a soul journey, help you with your soul, your guides, your angels, your spirits in this universe that sent information to you one way or the other. They send it and you can discover it. And you only have to recognize it, okay? Is there something you can do to help yourself develop your psychic abilities and be a part of us? We welcome you. So welcome and hope you discover. Don't worry about anything that uh, may hurt you or make you in fear because what's revealed to you is on your own timeline, which is very hard for many people to understand. We have choices we make, and as we become more aware, we go forward, and we start learning more about our own personal psychic gifts. Now, uh, we've got, since Ericop as our files for major decisions or agreements are forming in the future, we're presenting them online. We have Ericop for Education Research Association, Community Online People, and we're co-creating with others and their uh, organizations or associations, even their social media pages. We have a lot of people making pages, groups, and sharing information, so there's ways to do that. And, of course, we use Internet online these days with all the information we share. And the Ascension Center organization is for cyberspace culture. We have a community, and we have archivists and researchers that share their stories, their articles, And we do have uh, ways of sharing and supporting other groups and what you may be interested in. So we hope that you will enjoy being with us and what we share. Now, the Ascension Ancient Mystery Schools are for emotional, mental, physical, spiritual well-being. Okay, We have psychic awakening classes I've been teaching since the 1980s. Actually, and I started learning about all types of different groups and metaphysical and spiritual uh, topics that many people didn't understand. And they had to read about them and then go experience them and go to spiritual classes or retreats or centers. And now we have so many different ones around the world that I'd like to give you a mission statement that we've done because we're the members of the Ascension Center and we ascribe to the highest standards of excellence with regard to the uplifting of humankind by providing spiritual and educational awareness. 
Now, we were founded for spiritual growth, education, and continued research for the communication of truth. And our services are provided as private and group counseling, study groups, classes, seminars, written publications, audio and visual tapes, which you can find on YouTube, and other workshop materials, which is a synthesis of ancient wisdom and new thought teachings and philosophies. And we've been bringing a lot of great teachers and their groups lately, including Dr. Robert Gilbert with the Vesca Institute organization, and uh, we have many, many others, Stephen Alpern with, the, with his beautiful music, and uh, we're going to keep doing that. Now, we have offerings of a spiritual place here on this radio organization. Like I said, we're going into four years on radio alone, and each member will be continually supported in their spiritual and educational growth. So very important that we feel like you're getting some type of self-improvement in those that want to come on and speak to me and their speech craft and communication and their leadership abilities because I've got so many people now that lead their own groups and have their own radio shows and they're making the world a better place for you, me, our children, and the entire human race. So if you want to join our spiritual business community, network, and trade organization, please get in touch with me at tjmorrisagency at gmail.com. Now, we have introductions of metaphysics. <coughs> Excuse me. And this includes the meaning of ascension, uh, you're raising your spirits, balance of the body, the mind, and the spirit. Very important so you can get along with all of yourself and emotional balancing. We have uh, Vedic astrology, uh, Ayurvedic medicine, numerology, we do uh, sacred geometry, semiotics, morphology, dream, subconscious, your higher self, past life regression, ancient beliefs and sacred places, chakras and colors, channeling, tarot, kabbalah, the automatic writing that many people like to use, dowsing, pendulums, angels, guides for your heart, your spirit, and all your relationships because it's important to have people in your life. We have multidimensional beings and star beings we discuss, groups of these we've been doing for over 30 years now, ascended masters, avatars, agatashan teachers, extraterrestrials, spacecraft, UFO studies, and internet groups, and we have meditation and affirmation affirming uh, for the betterment of yourself and all those around you for manifesting crystals, aromatherapy, and other metaphysical tools used in the new paradigm which we are creating. So we hope that you will participate with us and learn what it is that you can do to make your world a better place. Now the human aura, okay, the color body we've shared before, this is described as a part of you, an energy that extends approximately three feet from your body, okay? It's an energy all around you. Have you ever heard people say they get in your space, depending on your development as a spiritual person? The physical body is not solid as it appears. It is actually a whirlwind of masses, positive and negative energies that you can feel. And the earth is the same way. The human body and the earth has positive and negative fields. It's the way it is in this dualistic society. Now, the right side is positive of your body, and the left side is negative, or so we say, with the right and the left. 
We have both coming and going up and down our spine, and the spinal column is your central axis, okay? The Earth has an uh, atmosphere, as does the human body, and so we have weather conditions and that can cause us to feel good, better, and different, and the Earth conditions and the Earth atmosphere do affect us. So be aware all the time of your body's atmosphere, and it's changing. That's why we have a blood pressure and a pulse. These things in medical arenas that you may find that they do check, and so get to know your body, know what your normal atmosphere is. Your blood pressure, your blood type would be nice. Uh, Keeping uh, your body where it needs to be, 60 to 80 on your pulse. Uh, Through determination, you can change who you are physically and mentally, believe it or not. There's an author. We all have a human body that is our home, but we have an aura that grows and, and reduces depending on our energy and our thought patterns. Now, we have uh, people that are clairvoyant. Then their auras may fluctuate, and uh, this is something that the body has. But the average person now has a certain color uh, or aura and that's like a rainbow. Some colors are brighter than others. So if you have a well-rounded personality, okay, and you're devoted uh, to being well-balanced with your colors and your positive and negative, negative energy, a lot of people can say they can see a good example of your auric field, especially sometimes uh, the way we discuss Jesus and uh, the auric, auric field around you. So we have masters that have had more than others and and some people have, uh, and artist renditions have put these glowing parts around the head that's like your auric field emanating, especially spiritual beings, and we like to discuss spirituality. Now, passing through various people or surges of emotions, both positive and negative at any and all times and variations and places you go, whether it's in a mall or a restaurant, you can see beautiful people that make you feel good. Or you can see people that are really down with their emotions like hate, greed, anger, and all types of sight that can be very unpleasant, can't they? But we want to encourage you to be more positive and upbeat because positive energy seems to last longer and make you feel better and will make you more brilliant and make your energy shine much more positive in the physical eyes of other beings. And they'll want to be around you, especially if you have a beautiful color, a beautiful aura around you. You give a good impression that you're a very positive and balanced person. Good energy, not too quiet and not too extreme uh, energy. There's a balance in all of us, and we need to learn what that balance is. John, I really appreciate you being here, and I've invited a lot of people that said they don't check in now and they don't get in my chat room, but so I've got to start doing and coming and being, but I've had a lot of times myself with my energy low. haven't been very luminous myself, so I'm working on building up my own energy in my own eyes, in my own circles, in my own body. This is your health aura or your vital aura, okay? So students learn various colors of their aura, so... Uh, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. And these are always the first place we like to start people and uh, how to learn your own normal ability to see your own. And the aura is a uh, you can stand in front of a mirror with a white background and uh, watch yourself and then turn around and see if you can see your 
auric field on a white wall. Usually you can. If you'll stand in front of a white wall for two to three minutes and just uh, uh, people, especially if they're sitting there, get somebody to sit there or you get someone and have them stand on a white wall and stand there for a few minutes and then have them move and look at the wall and you'll see the color around there, various different colors that are still where they were standing. It's really interesting how that happens. Now we have uh, various energy chakras, like we've said, uh, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, and violet. And the physical order, the positive colors of the auras, and we have various layers, believe it or not, in our personality, physical, emotional, and mental, from the outside to the inside. We have a, uh, There's a fourth layer that symbolizes your spirituality or subconscious manifestations. Now we have physical colors that are red, orange, red, orange, red, violet, rose, fire, orange, golden, orange. Emotional colors that are blue, violet, blue, violet, blue, green, emerald, green, and ultraviolet, translucent violet. And we have mental colors that go into the yellows and the greens, yellow, green, yellow, orange, gold, ultra, green, translucent spiritual colors are indigo, ultra, turquoise translucent turquoise and cosmic white light. We put perfection all around us when we bring all the levels and all various colors. They're devised in levels one, two, and three. Okay, pale, white, medium. And then we always have a true pigment and that we're evolving. And we can have particular traits based on our skin. There's negative colors that some uh, you will see that have around uh, people not living very well that have somehow gotten caught up in an addiction like drug addictions, alcohol, uh, gambling addictions. They can even have neurotic uh, episodes, psychotic, and they can the world around them can seem really carnal. They can become egocentric, too earthy, are too deprived of something, are sometimes abnormal, perverted. They can go into fear, act immature, uh, become very confused, undecided, or sorrowful, but that can make them very ill, even up to the point of impending death and fatal illness. So you need to understand that negative energy can take over, and you can feel it. So it's very important for you to keep yourself balanced with the state of grace. That is the the highest energy that you possess, Okay is your state of grace. And if you can get into the state of bliss, a lot of people teach you that to go inside and to learn about yourself, your inner spirit, and forgive yourself. First of all, you have to learn to clear yourself. All those states of mind that have uh, caused you problems in the past various other incarnations or in this incarnation. And many people have various ways to go into meditation and to learn how to work with the universe, the oneness, the being, the knowingness. And we also have upper uh, echelon people, believe it or not, that have lived or been out of body or learned to travel their avatars, masters, and free beings. And we have those that have been good souls, teachers, and adepts in the past that come back, and even mystics and enlightened initiates. Okay, and I know quite a few, but uh, you don't get to hear about them very often. They, most of them are teaching now their own classes and uh, have groups, and they do their best to illuminate uh, other metaphysicians intuitionally and uh, have good thoughts and to share 
and even teach a lot of people to use their lower mind or subconscious mind doing uh, channeling psychic material and uh, there's some they're just conscious mind and uh, the do-gooders we call them and the light workers and the truth seekers we have mental emotional and physical seven levels within the body uh, that progress through incarnation to incarnation and you are eligible to climb steadily up the path a spiritual path through levels of consciousness okay and awakening awareness so you hear people saying they're waking up a lot lately and it has a lot to do with the energy of the world the planet we're on and your your incarnation and the meditation is the key to speeding up your soul involvement in any one of any lifetimes are to help yourself remember some people want to be regressed to remember their past lives and others well they may be first initiate they may be at a first soul level but there's three main aspects of you, which is called the personality, the suit of clothes you're wearing. That's your incarnation. The real you is the soul. Okay, that's an individualized spirit operating through the body. Physical, your feelings, your emo- which are your emotions, and your mental, which is your mind. Okay, and the spiritual side of your nature is always in the upper levels, the upper echelon, four, five, six, and seven. Now, there's the development exercises we can have you do. You can uh, work with your subconscious mind and try to work. And the reason we give you all these ways to work with various uh, controls or constructs is to help you learn more about yourself, to understand your frequencies in your mind and your meditational states. And we say beta, alpha, theta, delta, gamma, sigma, and tau for the seven levels of your mind. And we sign the red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet with that. And I'd like you to learn how to learn about your physical structure, your emotional, and your mental. And, of course, you know, the the emotional is very important. And it, it deals with your, your nervous system, too. And uh, neuroscience is really covering a lot of what we've covered in spiritual science these days and in the health field, just different words maybe. Now, Sanskrit writers called these uh, references for force centers or the centers in your microcosm, your microcosm and your macrocosmic energy, okay, your inner and outer self. It's a wheel of energy or vortex of power that you hear in just about all the metaphysical groups that you may hear about in the that have evolved through the Eastern and Western philosophy, the centers of force and the bodies, and just about everything you learn about the Sushamna, uh, the seven chakras lie along your spinal cord, the Sushamna, and your etheric body, and they superimpose over your glands on your physical body. Okay, these are the whirling vortices of power, the life force is drawn in and enter your glands and distribute through your bloodstream. So it sounds funny, but when you're speaking medically, you know we know about energy and what we put in, trash in, trash out into our into our vessel, our physical vessel. And here with the Ace Metaphysical Institute, we work uh, with the Eastern and Western philosophies, Sanskrit, and the various names, and uh, we it's the root chakra. The one you sit on, the Muladhara, that's your root chakra. And the navel chakra is Adistana, okay? That's your navel, all right? Then you go up to the solar, that's number three. 
that's like your solar plexus, all right? And we say Amani Puraka. And then we have the heart chakra, this Anahata. Your throat chakra is a Vishuddhi. And your brow chakra is the Ajna. Okay, that's right between your two eyebrows, you could say your brow. And your crown chakra, okay, that's your Sahasrara. Uh, Sahasrara? <laughs> Some say Sahasranda. Uh, R-A-N-D-R-A, Sahasranda. So, you know, it doesn't matter, but it's nice for you to know. At least I've heard it with your own ears. And, uh, how we work with our energy, these circles, these flowers in the sympathetic uh, system or the sympathetic plexus, uh, various groups in the root chakra, and how we work with the energy, and how you learn to balance. And meditation really helps. Now, when the kundalini arises, that's the energy that lies in the root seed or the base of your chakra, you know, that's we teach a lot of this in Tantra, the fully awakened person that learns to activate all their psychic ability and their fully awakened energy through the past, present, and future. And we use these centers, these circles, these energy fields, and we use the chakras to emanate beams of radiation throughout our bodies. And many people use that, and they, they use that with clearing their heart and their mind and their body and their spirit. So uh, many people in spirituality, especially in the West here in the United States of America, we learned this from the East in India. And we, we brought it over, and especially during the 60s with the Beatles <laughs> and music and learning to be at peace. A lot of us in my generation... Uh, learned about the flower of life. It has six petals, and uh, we make pure white circles in our minds, and we use uh, the symbol of the moon, and the petals are red, blue, and green, and uh, all kind of different colors. We use vital energy and the spleen and the rose-colored, and we have the psychic aspect of the lower abdomen, the kidneys, and spleen center psychic absorber of solar prana, our sun energy, into the etheric body. Okay, so... There's all kind of ways to use this energy that radiates, and uh, we want you to be conscious and aware of all these centers and this energy that spins up and down and activates your energy for astral journeys. And they can be very vague and very sensation or flying through the air sometimes in your mind's eye when you're sitting or laying down or even when you're dreaming sometimes we do this. So... You're going to learn to use your energy. This is your part of learning how to specialize in your energy and how you become more psychic, actually, because everybody that is I've known has all taken these classes to develop themselves as uh, psychic, uh, astral, uh, spiritual, vital energy entering their solar plexus and their brain and feelings and emotions and their centers. They activate the students. And they become various types of astral influences. And we'll hear us talking about that, generally speaking. The world is now centered around many centers, and we call them occult gateways or into the astral world. And they become more active in a world with more active people because we affect everything and each other. 
That's why the Ascension Center is so important and why we're saying that we have begun the uh, Ascension Age and enjoying the astral world and the inhabitants there and here to fully create a world that is growing and tuning in, so to speak, like tuning into your TV. You may not know how your TV works exactly, but you know that you can plug in and see a lot of shows and be entertained. Well, the same thing goes with the rest of your mind and the astral projection in the astral world when you activate that part of the mysteries of life after death and the astral world, the activation that brings forth all the mysteries. Now, you know, a lot of teachers, they all teach the astral world, the ones in the uh, metaphysical world, the astral world. Some speak more about it than others, and uh, I really hope that you guys will be interested in education and how you use this energy that we're talking about, your consciousness, and how you work with your centers. And uh, psychically, we have various groups, Vital Energy and the Heart Center. It floods uh, spiritual exaltation in ways that we use uh, colors and go all the way up to your personal love and the physical life and if you're more destined to meet somebody else, it's sure is better if you understand your heart center and how to activate that flower of self, that sacred spot, and the sacred seven for your spiritual progress because it awakens all these dormant feelings of the presence of God within your body. Okay, The energy is supposed to move. It gets stuck. And we've had, uh, for the past 2,600 years or so, the three major teachers were Buddha, Jesus, and Krishna. And uh, we've learned how to bring all their stuff, oneself and the Lord. And uh, the Bible, Matthew 8, 5, 8 says, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. The Gita says that within the heart resides the true dweller within body. So there's all kind of voices out there, all kind of books you can read to help you understand your spirituality. And we're all about you being more than you are now. And we are here to help you and have you have learn your spiritual energy of the Logos and the how to become awakened in the early stage developments and learning about your inner vision and increasing your activity and uh, how we teach and how to get out of that. There's a individual characteristic sometimes of low energy, depression. And we're going to teach you how to resurrect yourself and illuminate yourself with a, how you dispense spiritual energies all around you. Because you can run out of energy, can't you? So we have to have sleep. You have to learn to channel what and receive what energy you need at what certain times. And there's outpourings of certain energies that you can learn to radiate. And that's why you hear people talking about the chakras. And even Lord Buddha had a symbolic representation and activated the perfect balance and learned the complete perfection of the Christed man, or Christ, and uh, how we ascend with our spirit and leave our flesh behind. So many of us talk about the ascension center and our spirits. And we are actual souls and our spirits that come and do this life and then go do another life and so on and so forth. 
And it is our understanding, and from what I've done by leaving my body and learning about the astral body, is that we take a lot of our energy with us. It becomes a permanent part of our spirit that is like a tape, a video, mental, emotional, spiritual, all these in the astral, all these tapes of who we are will become a permanent fixture in in our spirit. It's like a song of energy that we take with us when we leave. And that spirit part of us that is recorded like on a CD, you could say that the source of all that is, and we call that God, and these teachers that have come, uh, the deities, uh, they've learned how to essentially be balanced and return back to the God source. Now, we have many levels of extraterrestrials that teach, and I was teaching yesterday about Ezekiel, Ezekiel in the Bible, and how he came down with cherubims and wheels, and God in a throne, God has his own throne, or his own place in space with fire, and he was riding on something, so they're the ones in Ezekiel, you, if you hear, was about changing reality for many beings over in the old country in Israel. And uh, they had to learn how to be better, and uh, they were dispersed all over the world. And I believe because of their learning abilities of how to be and how to give praise and how to meditate and to learn to have better extrasensory perceptions, higher intuition, more love, more caring for humanity, that these abilities become part of their soul self. And we're hoping that they will learn to radiate their light and balance and learn how to bring their spirit back into the kingdom of heaven or their place that is above the even the astral and the Akashic fields of where we record everything. Uh, we have those people that just need to understand what we have all learned to study and how it affects us in the plant and animal mineral kingdoms. And we are the stewards while we're here to take care of this planet, this orb in space, and uh, our purpose here for balancing ourselves and our home planet with life force and the Christ substance, the prana, the forces uh, that we can call them electricity if you want, pure energy or prana, and that permeates in all things and all beings, okay? And people tend to forget that. So, you know, we're going to try to help you with learning more about your energy and stimulating your body and nourishing your carnal property or your body of flesh. But learn how to eat right, sleep right, think right, meditate right. Balance your energy and gradually turn upward and upright in what we call ascension. Ascension being and learning to... Work with your third eye, your center, and become upright position, balance, and how you can learn to channel your energy into being more than you are with your higher self and your oversoul, okay? These are parts of you that you may or may not have learned or been introduced to. And uh, those of us in the ACE Metaphysical Institute, we all take all this for granted. This is our source of energy and uh, we teach it and this is the basis 
is learning to balance your communication and your information and how we breathe in oxygen with our solar prana into the lungs. Some people are better than others, and when you go to the hospital and you've been having trouble, they'll look at your whole system that includes your nervous system and your liver and uh, how you breathe with your lungs and uh, everything inside, your kidneys, your spleen, your heart, your whole, you know, all your your veins, arteries, and we have doctors that break all this down, and they all become specialists on different parts of your energy. And uh, we even have people that teach teach you how to eat, how to take vitamins. And I've just recently, over the last 20 years, gone through in-depth uh, research and discovery with the stronger effects of being emotionally involved with a husband. And he passed December 2nd, but in his love and light and in his memory, his love and light still stays in me. You know, his my physical desires to be with a man and with him is uh, my arousal desires are no longer here as an individual, but that energy, memory is still there, the fulfillment of bodily needs. And uh, these are things a lot of world religions may not talk about that uh, you can understand, but uh, there's ways to do it in the Christian world, the spiritual world, the God love world, and uh, there's ways that they do it in India and uh, proper ways to teach all this in the kingdom of God, okay, the God, the highest source that registers both positive and negative energy on this planet. And, of course, we want to reach the highest level there is for wisdom and the highest that we believe God is love and God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever should believe in him should not perish but should have everlasting life. And we call that ascension, just so there's no question. We do have the Christ consciousness, and that is what we are built upon, is teaching the real purpose of humankind to sustain humanity and yourself. So souls are important. They are the feast of all humankind for the spiritual traveling of the soul, the stimulate generative seeds that are in man, and the, not just the plant, animal, and mineral kingdom, but the human flesh we call the son of man from God's source. He gave us these bodies, for our etheric bodies are known to be healthy and vital, but they come down and live in this electromagnetic body, don't they, this governed physical plane. And we're all directly related to God-man, Kadmon or Adamon, or Adam, uh, you can say the Adamic race and all the different types that we refer to uh, as humanoid species. And we utilize the physical self and the cells, and we understand uh, the signals from our neurons in our brain. And the more we know, the more we can understand our existence and how dependent we are upon energy that's assimilated from our energy rays, solar rays, God's source, and how they come and uh, help us become more physically active. Have you ever noticed when it's rainy and yucky and dark outside, most of us just get a little down, especially older people like myself that's had injuries and get a little arthritic? It's really something to that. The energy changes in the air. You can feel it, and old people can feel it in their bones, especially if they have rheumatoid arthritis. There's, it, you know, we physically manifest in our physical body. 
But when the sun's out and it's sort of a nice temperature, maybe 72 seems to be a perfect uh, temperature for a lot of people. We assimilate solar rays when the sun's out. We just feel better if we have our weather being good and, you know, the sun's out, we feel good. So think about it, energy, and how we erect that energy. Think of it like a bright, sunny day is when we're all turned on or all excited, high energy, bright colors, and we just feel good. And then low energy is like when we don't have any food and water and we're just not right in our body and we're weak. And sometimes we even get a little depressed with, like, the rainy days and cloudy days, and ugh, we just don't feel good. So we have to nourish our bodies and sustain them and understand energy that sweeps around us, through us, and all around the system and the planet. So be aware that weather can affect your chakras and your synergy and your energy. So the time you pass through life, come and go in this outer aura or this world, this etheric web we live in, you know, we start speaking to you in the metaphysical world about the other world and the astral planes for the average person to draw energy upon into your divine nature to recharge and regenerate your body. So, with all of that said, what prevents you from being average It's your exposure to the forces and other planes, dimensions, consciousness, energies, and the keys that other people hold that may be your teachers, your masters, on your etheric walk and your spiritual path. And we have beings that know more, do more, study more, correspond more, and give out more in penetrating energy. And this sheath or web of energy has... uh, a way of finding other people just like you. So think about what you're doing and how you can join us and what is your gift to humankind. John, would you like to come talk to me? Call me at 347-945-7207 if you want to because you could help me tonight and, you know, give me some ideas of what it is to make you a better person because we haven't talked in a long time. And uh, I need to start doing some psychic readings, too. But I do different nights, different things, and uh, inviting people, uh, you know, is is something that can be a part of our show, and sometimes it's better. But, John, can you hear me? If you can, can you say hi in the chat room? Hi. I said Hi. And let me know what you think. I've got another hour here, folks. Or we can just keep it uh, one hour if you want. uh, Because uh, we have many people that are teaching many things. And we're almost getting into information overload into our mental. We've got to learn to balance our physical, our mental, our emotional, and our spiritual bodies. And that's why a lot of us work in our astral bodies as well, okay, normally passing. Now, you know, Sharon's psychic innate abilities to predict the future is what most people think, okay? Uh, these these are tools. Uh, we, we talk about the chakra balancing. And uh, <laughs> hi, hi, John. 
You want to come talk to me or give me some ideas of how I could help you? Are you game for coming on and sharing your uh, life, your mind with others for this recording? Because we're doing this live, John. But uh, do you think that the universe has provided this place and space for you to call in uh, and talk to me? Because we haven't talked in a long time, John. Uh, we can share that we are psychic and we have intuition and we all have minds. And in this day and time, we're learning to experience just like little children learning how to share deja vu and our guidance from within and uh, how we adjust to each other. And knowing that we are not alone in the universe, there's extraterrestrials. There's angels, messengers, watchers, guides, teachers, avatar masters, those that are coming and going from the planet. Some of us know more than others. There's various levels of uh, dimensions and realms. And uh, thank you for joining us, uh, all of you out there. Mary, if you want to come on, Mary Lou, who knew? (laughs) You can call in on 347 Nine four five seven two zero seven, and uh, if you're looking to come in and talk about your energies in the universe, what makes you uh, involved with us at the Ace Metaphysical Institute? Many people know that they are subscribers to our websites. I'd like to mention Ericop.com, Ascension Psychics. Uh, dot com, and I'm going to start posting a lot more and teaching classes uh, for those of you that want to be more psychic and want to have your second sight, your gift, influenced uh, intuitively. Because those of us here at the Ace Metaphysical Institute, we all work with our various schools and the ancient mystery schools, and there's various ways to use. And I use divination with tarot I'm a tarot reader but I've done crystals and psychometry and numerology and oh my gosh so many but we've been talking with John Drockton here in our chat room and Mary is here and uh, Mary if you want to come on 347-945-7207 anyone else want to call in we're going to be talking about how to attempt to make you a better person And using the beginning of our energy and the chakra balancing and working and keeping our energy up to those that are interested. And, you know, we're talking about the purpose of life and how everyone fits in. We're all important. We all have psychic abilities. Many of you may know about Sylvia Brown and John Edward and uh, James Van Prague and all those people that are very famous. Some Sylvia's past now. I believe uh, John and, and James are still with us. But these are people, when you think of professional psychics in the world, these are the names that come up the most. And you may be called someday to do readings if you're not already, or you may want to come back on a night when I'm doing readings and the central focus of you and your life becomes known to me in the tarot. I do tarot readings, and we have very many happenings in the world. So let's see who this is. 504, is that you, Mary Lou? Mary Lou. Hi, is this 504? Yeah, hi. Mary Lou. 
You have Mary Lou. Caller. Yeah, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. What where are you calling from, Mary? What part of the country? Uh New Orleans, Louisiana. Oh yay. <laughs> well, well, well. Now, have you been with our group for years? Or are you just the last little bit? Or tell I, me about you, Mary. I have drifted through many a times, and I remember that you are you used to live up northern part of Louisiana near Monroe. Yeah, yeah, Monroe and West Monroe. I thought that was you. <laughs> Thanks, Mary. Yeah, yeah, you've got a long history. Gosh, at least a couple of years because Tom. Uh, Past December second, twenty fifteen, and I remember talking to you. I think it was twenty fourteen, at least. It may have been before that, but and you'd call in and share. So, what brought you here tonight? Did you see it, or didn't know what we were going to do, or what inspired you? I was listening to you, and you sound like you needed callers. I do, and I don't know why, because uh, some days I do, and some days I don't, but. uh, Hey, Bill Let's Tracer, a lot of people are tuning in now. It's 9 o'clock. Bill, can you come help, too? Uh, you know, uh, I wonder I wonder what it is about 9 o'clock. I came on at 8, but people are tuning in at 9 now. I don't know what that's about, but uh, we've been talking. Have you heard about the chakra, how far we've gotten so far with the chakra balancing, Mary? Did you follow that? No, I just Were turned you following on. The show? Oh, you just turned on. Okay. Well, uh, Bill, you want to come on and help me, too? You, everybody, the, uh, Bill and Tracer is here, too. But we're talking about the etheric body now. And uh, let me see who this is, Mary. Hold on. We'll get a conversation going. Uh, 806, hi. You're live and on the air with TJ and Mary. How are you tonight? I'm wonderful. So How are you doing? Good, good. And where are you calling from? What part of the country? I'm in Texas. Oh, good. I used to live in Texas, too. (laughs) I've been all over the place. So uh, did you just tune in, or have you been covering the show? Did you just just tune in? in. I just tuned in from what I was doing. Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing. Now, you live down around Lubbock where my sister does. Lubbock, do you? Lubbock, Texas, or Uh, Amarillo? Correct. Oh, good. Okay, okay. Well, uh, what brought you here? I love synchronicity, and thank you, ladies, for hearing my call and coming and being a part of the show. We have uh, Bill M. Tracer and John Drockton, regular in the sh- in the showroom. But uh, what brought you here? And what's your name in Texas? This I've got Mary Lou. What's your name? I'm Sherry, and um, I actually got my uh, bachelor's in metaphysics, so I like hearing about metaphysical anything really oh wonderful can you be a part of us then i guess you already are if you're a metaphysician we're all a part of each other it's just do we accept that language or not and uh but i'm sure you do you know we're all a part of each other but we'd love to have you uh you know on our board of advisors for our group and uh, we have the uh, ascensionpsychics.com we can list you there and uh People, we just want to know who you are and how to get you involved and get you involved. So uh, this would be wonderful. You, would you like to share something with us? Mary's here. I'm here. Bill, there's a lot of people here and a lot of people listening. But I was covering the chakras, 
and uh, the balancing. I guess you know that's sort of basic 101 is to teach people how to go in and the colors and the, the energies. Is that How do you start since you have a degree? Well, <laughs> well I recognize that everything's energy and that if somebody's having some kind of ailment, it's a energy off balance. And um, I do Reiki, so at the end of the day, after I do any energy work, it seems to me that all that was really done was <laughs> realigning the chakras. <laughs> well, very good. Thank I mean, you for I, I understand that. other things that are going on, but really the chakras being balanced is really important. So Wonderful. Thank you. So the basics are, and you heard that from a Reiki master, the lady with a degree in metaphysics, folks, what we're sharing, the basics of your energy is very, very important for you to be involved. Now, let me get some people on here. Now, give me your name again, Sherry, right? Correct. Sherry Sherry and Mary, and we're going to start something. We're going to give people a voice in the metaphysical world. Let me get Bill on here. Bill's one of our gentlemen, and I see 402 and 727. My goodness, you people are really showing up at 9. Maybe we should start this at 9. I don't know. Hi, Bill. Hey, uh, Bill, this is Sherry and Mary tonight. And uh, we're just creating synergy. It's metaphysical night. And Bill's on our board of directors as the vice president of our group, folks. I guess you're accepting again this year, Bill. I didn't even question huh? that, did I? <laughs> well, there's no need to question it today. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. No Good. Need. Yeah. Well, and he's one of our authors and helping us write one of our books on one of our spiritual paths in the Ace Metaphysical Institute called The Open Walk, and we've been very happy. But uh, this is Sherry from Lubbock and Mary from New Orleans, and uh, I guess I'm going to grab a lot of our people back into our electromagnetic space here, I guess, in our astral world, but working together. This is wonderful. And, uh, you know, I guess we ought to talk about what it is that keeps us balanced. But let me get two more people here that because uh, we're gonna, just going to talk and we're going to rotate. Hi, 7207. Where are you calling from and who are you? Hi, this is Walter. I'm calling from Tampa, Florida. Wow, Walter. You've got a powerful voice. Are you a metaphysician? I, I just have an extremely expensive cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Well, thank you for calling in. <laughs> this is wonderful, folks. Yeah. So, Walter, now you've got it. This is Speechcraft. It's one of our metaphysical, uh, you know, places here in space we meet here. And so we're all connected, and we're talking for our metaphysicians here, Ace Metaphysical Institute, with our regulars. And I know Mary's a regular. I know Bill's a regular. Now, Walter, is this your first time? Yes, 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 it actually is, and, and thank you for, for having this type of a program and letting people call in. It it really educates us. Well, thank you. Well, wonderful, Walter. Did you hear that, Sherry? This is his first time. Me too. Oh, cool. No way, Sherry. Come on, Sherry. Are you serious? Oh. I feel like I've known you forever. <laughs> you must be a I very old have. soul. <laughs> Folks, we talk about that in the metaphysical world. Like it's you meet somebody and you just you're like, okay, you're in that body. But I swear I've known you forever. It's just a feeling in the voice and the resonation and uh, the energy, isn't it? It's like sometimes you just 
meet somebody that you really, really feel like you've known. And I had that with Bill, and I didn't feel funny around him at all. I was just trying to figure out what body he was in when I met him. <laughs> and uh, he's been wonderful. Bill, uh, we've got Walter here from Florida, another gentleman. So Walter, Bill, I'll let the gentleman, Bill, Walter, you would like to introduce yourself, Bill, to Walter? And we'll listen. Okay. <laughs> well, sure. You want to introduce um, yourself? Yeah, first off, I want to apologize I, I, about, about being late. I was out doing the errands when I uh, got the email that you were having the show tonight, so I uh, uh, tried to get back as soon as I could. But uh, you know. Well, anyway. thank you. I appreciate the help, even though it's 9 o'clock, everybody. Everybody got the call. You were supposed to be here tonight. Whether you're an old-timer or the first time, uh, it's an amazing show. We do this have been doing this four years, and uh, we may or may not know you on many levels. But uh, let me get one more person on here, Walter and Bill. Uh, 412, okay. there's one more. Uh, 412, hi, you're live and on the air with a bunch of metaphysicians. How are you tonight? <laughs> hi, hi, it's Steve. How are you? Oh, hi. Now, where are you calling from? Where's 412? Pittsburgh. I'm I'm actually in Newcastle, Pennsylvania. Newcastle. Okay. Yeah, now is a lot this, of people are on you, the line. I was trying to get it all straight. Well, thank you. Yes. And and tell me your name again. Eddie. My friends call me Eddie. Eddie. Okay, Eddie. Yeah, okay. Now, this is it, folks, for right now anyway. Okay, let's try this because we're all supposed to be here. We're all going to try to make this work where we get to know each other and we all share in this wonderful place and space, which is radio airwaves. And we don't know where they I'm end. sorry, I'm sorry. What, what, was the, what was the fellow's name again? I, I didn't hear it from the 412 Bill, area. Walter. Okay. We've got uh, Eddie, Eddie and Eddie is from Pennsylvania. Now, Eddie, yeah, my, are you my, male? My name's, my, name's, uh-huh. uh, my name's Eddie, Eddie Stanson, and I'm calling from Pittsburgh. That, that fellow is very loud. What's his problem? <laughs> oh, it's his, it's, it's his good, powerful okay, energy. Hey, what's your problem, buddy? You got some sort of an issue? <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, I, no, think I, just, a, I, I, I just wanted to know, you know, he, he sounded very loud. Yeah, well, he sounds like he might be from, like, New Jersey or something. Oh no no he's he's in Florida actually. Okay. So People from it, New Jersey it, scare me. <laughs> no no. Well, my grandmother's from New Jersey. There, uh, Eddie. You know, Eddie sounds like he needs a smack across the fucking face. Maybe that's what he needs. No no no. Okay. Well, let's not do this. This is not good. So maybe we've got people that are supposed to be here and maybe people that are trying to figure out where they're at in life and what they're supposed to be doing. But I don't need that kind of talk, so all I do is have to wait and have you muted. So let me figure this out. Now, I've got – let me make sure who I've got. Bill, I know I've got Bill, and I've got Mary Lou. Mary you're here? Yeah, I'm still here. You had a show. Okay. Okay. And, uh, okay, sorry. And I've got Sherry. Sherry, are you still here? Oh, you bet. All right. Well, then let's do this. <laughs> we'll have to have the ones that 
are uh, not having a very good energy. Uh, Everything is energy, is it not? Whether it's positive or negative or energy for the radio waves, we've got to have people that have energy that wants to assimilate with the others. It's just visible to so many on the radio airwaves right now that we have to think mentally that spiritually it's just as important for the breath and the love of life, and I've seen it leave my husband recently. So I know how important the oxygen is, and we need to learn to emanate good thoughts. So I apologize to everybody for people if they've got people coming through that are feeling intimidated. Or we were talking about that energy earlier. So uh, the etheric web, Bill, let's talk with you. Let's start with you and Sherry and Mary. The astral and physical planes. Bill, I had started with the reason we have energy and why it's important, the energy that we breathe and keeping it balanced. And Sherry came on being a Reiki healer. She's got a degree in metaphysics. And, you know, working with the higher planes, we do this regularly. But, Bill, would you like to add anything about the balance of energy? Because you just heard how some people may be stimulated by someone mm-hmm. else's thoughts or someone right. being loud. It's a good point, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, <clears throat> I've been recently studying uh, a book by Rudolf Steiner, How to Know Higher Worlds. Um, I'm not through it yet. I, I've not finished it, but I am uh, right at the halfway point. <laughs> okay. So, um but, uh, you know, it's an interesting book, and, and he talks about um, how uh, part, of the, part of that journey that, we, that we're on, on our spiritual quest, that, uh, that if we really want to be able to reach those higher worlds, or to be able to at least in some way know them, in some way contact it, in some way, you know, even be able to, 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 be able to reach, reach through to beings of the higher worlds, as they call them, um, the way to do that is you have to, uh, well, you know, it's not like you're divorcing yourself from your emotions, but what you really need to do is to be able to maintain a state of calm. You need to be able to to not let other people get to you. You know, if somebody well, yeah, says something. Well, yeah, have a positive polarity. <laughs> right, yeah, if somebody says something to irritate or you, you, you know, it doesn't mean that you just let it roll off. What it means is remain calm in response to them. Well, yeah, and, I could um, tell Walter was a little loud, and he did sound awful close, that's for sure. But uh, yeah. I've never but, heard you know, any That's voice. something that not everyone is necessarily aware of. You know, like, I, I have that problem sometimes. I'll be talking with my friend David, and he'll 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 put his hand up and with his motioning, like, down symbol, you know, like people do with their hands. <laughs> Bring <laughs> your me, level down. Words, saying, Tone it down, you know, you're, you're getting too loud, you know, and you say, I'm right here, I'm right next to you, you know, you don't have to talk that loud. <laughs> oh, yeah, you do have that ability, Bill. You have the ability to project like a uh-huh. singer. I have some, right. been in your presence, and, some, and even on the radio sometimes if you get excited. But I think right. we yeah, all do exactly. that sometimes. If yeah, we exactly. Get excited, sometimes we do. We get a little excited. Uh-huh. We might, our volume goes up, but we're not necessarily intending to yell or, or to to be confrontational. It's just that you know, it's that excitement, you know. <laughs> so exactly. I think that's really some, what that was, and, and, and we're looking at understanding here. And you know, and that to me is one of the things is when you identify a misunderstanding, then accept it as such. 
and move on. You know, right, and I'm, so folks, yes, uh, we can have Walter and Eddie back when uh, their turn, but it's not going to be tonight because I think uh, both may or may not have been intending to call in and uh, be here, but we had Pennsylvania and Florida, so Walter and Eddie uh, will have you back when uh, it's supposed to be. But thank you for giving us that excellent example. If I had to pay you to call in and do that, <laughs> I didn't, folks. I didn't. But it was right. a good example of what we're talking about, the energy and your speech craft and how we can use it here on the radio airwaves. And having these shows is important for metaphysicians and how we interact with each other. Now, uh, let's talk for a minute. Sherry, explain to people what it is to have a degree in metaphysics, if you don't mind, what that is and what that meant to you. Can you sort of give us a, you know, just a brief introduction of what it is? Um, well, it's through the University of Metaphysics, and I'll just give you how I see it. That's really the only okay. way I can do it. Sure. Um, I see it as being educated in the understanding and knowledge of metaphysics and to the point where I can practice be a a metaphysical practitioner which is why I did it and that is a way to heal a way to respond and navigate through this world and it's a way of life or a practice which allows you to live the highest quality life you can get as far as you can and you know on this earth plane mm-hmm. so All if right. you didn't know how to meditate before or if you wanted to know how to do self-healing techniques this is a great degree to do that now it was yours online or did you go to like a certain college or university or uh, I university went online of uh-huh. they, they, are, they are affiliated with the University of Sedona so the Okay. U of M, University of Metaphysics. And I actually am almost done with my master's, but the whole point of doing that wasn't to have more alphabet soup behind my name. It was because I'm actually living this. It actually resonates with me better than any other kind of path I've run into. Wonderful. Well, uh, now, did they teach you any of the... Uh, higher ancient mystery schools, or do they strictly uh, teach inner healing, uh, the chakra balancing, uh, uh, tantra, or do they teach you Reiki, or what are some of the courses or specializations? Um, Well, some of the things you can specialize on a doctorate level, you can get into counseling and things like that, but it taught a lot about meditation techniques, healing, prana, how to use the life force, uh, yes, it educates people on past lives, karma, and just the whole relationship between events. Wonderful. You know, that may so not you... that may not be evident in other paths. Okay, wonderful. We were talking about prana, weren't we? There's the personal uh, kundalini and the planetary prana, and uh, that emanates. Uh, in everything and everybody, but uh, oh, yeah. the Kundalini rising. Do they use actually teach the Indian philosophies and the Indian names, or uh, just uh, the? Um, I guess they use the word Kundalini. In other words, the same language. Yeah, they Indian. do use the word Kundalini. And when you get the 
bachelor's and even the master's level, it's really a door opener so you can go into deeper esoteric and like mythical, mystic um, studies. Um, it points you in the right directions. And the whole point about metaphysics is get there how best works for you. I mean, you don't, it's not a specific religion. It's the manipulation of energy. So you learn how to work with energy. But Wonderful. I went and got the Reiki separately and all the advanced stuff separately. But, yes, I am getting more mis- knowledge of the mystic ancient teachings because they were gotten the only way you can get them, and that is through meditation and spiritual insight. Wonderful. Yes, we've uh, had the Ascension Center since 89 to 94, and we've also always, uh, I've taught over 1,500 psychic counselors, and we've had life coaches and wellness practitioners and, of course, ministers, and Bill and I ask everybody to join the Modesta Universal Life Ministries, especially if you plan on working in the healing industry and marrying people, but uh, that's right. up to you. But we, we share that. It's a free thing, folks. You just get registered on the Internet. So we have our Sundays is our Internet uh, Ascension Center Church online for very spiritual people, but we do pretty good. We kindle different messages, I think. You know, we do pretty good. What do you think, Bill? You think we do okay? <laughs> yeah, we do all right. We do okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was just looking so, at uh, at the website here for the University of Metaphysics. Wow. Uh-huh. Looks impressive. Yeah. <clears throat> Is it the same? Are we on the same page as far as basic philosophies? Or oh, sure. Know? Yeah, most all I'm pretty sure we are, or I wouldn't have gravitated over here. That's, yeah, that, that's yeah. really important to me. I would not have gravitated over here unless it was meant to be in my path, so... Well, yeah, yeah I most think, people resonate with that evolving consciousness and awakening and awareness of your own heart and yeah. path, your chakra. I, I believe that we're – Bill, I think we're very much on uh, studying everything. Uh, we're very much about consciousness, research, awakening, awareness, but metaphysics in general, in cosmology. So, uh, folks, we're very much about uh, sincere spiritual educational awareness and doing it with you and online. So – you know, the divine design uh, picks you, and and you get to come here. <laughs> and uh, we're working uh, with people. We have many friends that are caregivers, a lot of them uh, different levels, a lot of registered nurses. And believe it or not, I've got friends in uh, very many levels of Ph.D. Re- recently we were doing uh, the International Science Global Pyramid Conference with Dr. Reverend Martha Thomas and uh, in Chicago, and she's done a wonderful job of bringing various groups, including Dr. Robert J. Gilbert and his group, the Vesica Organization, separate from our own. And we have many, many people that have different groups in different organizations. So if you're one of those uh, and would like to join us, please let us know. We're very much about synergy your mystical thoughts, your ideas, and how we project uh, our speech craft. Now, we're utilizing people that show up tonight to discuss our constant etheric prana changing, and we've had a couple of people help us slightly (laughs) about erecting good, healthy thought processes, but especially using your voice your vital energy on the radio. And, uh, you know, I could tell it was interesting that Walter uh, talked about his great 
expensive. He called in for the first time in Florida, but he had very good equipment, and he knew that. And and yet that seemed to be something that uh, this woman, I guess it was a woman, a man or woman, you know, that was... that. It was you think it, Ed. Walter and Eddie? Ed were the problem. <laughs> Walter and Eddie. And uh, they did have different area codes, so I don't know if they knew each other or not. Something told me that they were working differently, but uh, it struck a nerve center, didn't it? You could tell. Mm-hmm. So you just you didn't have to, whether it was meant to be or not, there was something that they were both working on. And I guess we got to be a part of it and just sort of, for whatever reason, <laughs> which is weird see. because I wasn't triggered. I wasn't triggered at all, so I didn't understand. I wasn't either. I, I knew he did sound loud. Well, I didn't yeah. sound that loud. I mean, he's on a mobile phone, for God's sake. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was odd. It was. Yeah. <laughs> it seemed <laughs> the, the it to being odd. Unnecessary. Or they could have been yeah. calling in as a joke. You never know. Sometimes they call in and joke around yeah i sort of got that feeling uh i don't know did anybody else get that feeling that sometimes it was a tag team seemed to me like yeah yeah it could have been yeah yeah we've had some of those before and when i'd ask people to call in or have a call-in show with uh psychics uh some people just do that uh interestingly enough to uh, entertain themselves yeah. <laughs> of all the places in all the world. <laughs> so the human will, okay, what afflicts or what affects the human will? And sometimes it can be uh, uh, positive and sometimes it can be negative. But, uh, you know, basically this land is a dualistic place, positive and negative. And the, the trick with our love of nature is to learn to balance and not to destroy or destruct uh, the energy, especially when we're trying to create something together, because most every one of us is a co-creator. And choosing the words wisely to combine love with wisdom, that's usually the bottom line, I would think, with metaphysicians, is uh, love and wisdom. We say love and light, folks. You may say, oh, you want to be a love and lighter. You'll hear that. That's your metaphysical talk a lot of times for people that do love and wisdom, love and light. Uh, have you heard that, uh, Mary Lou, to get you involved here, have you heard about the love and lighters? Of course. Can you hear me? Uh-oh, did I lose Mary Lou? Uh-oh, I did. She dropped. Uh, Mary Lou, I'm sorry. Uh, somehow... Uh, if she was here and she fell off. Nine one seven, where are you calling from? Hi, New York? it's me. Hi, I've been expecting you. Anna. Of course. Yeah. Tell How everybody you your name again. Good. Glad um, you called in. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm glad you have a show here. And yeah. uh just wanted to say hi. Thank you. I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> Tell everybody your the name your name for that you're using right now, your name? It's just Anna. It's just Anna. <laughs> yeah. It's always been Anna. And Mary Lou, I'm sorry. Uh, Mary, uh, I was Mary's in the chat room, but Mary, if you want to call back in, feel, please feel free to call back in. Uh, I was having a little trouble, and I needed some people to help uh, with 
the show uh, to help balance the forces of love and wisdom. And there she is. I don't know how she got kicked off, Anna, but hold on. Let me get Mary. Mary, you there? Yeah. Can you hear me? Okay, I don't it's know Mary what happened. Lou. Mary Lou. It's Mary Lou, and I went to unmute, and I, I hit the wrong button, and I got disconnected. Okay. <laughs> well, we've been having fun tonight. Radio airwaves, folks. Uh, but Anna, I, do I you remember? Because mm-hmm. I have kids on this, and I didn't want you to hear them. Okay. You have what on your phone? So, I have children here. Oh, Mary Lou has children. Okay, Mary Lou. Well, I was asking you if you heard of the Love and Lighters. No. Oh, you haven't? Okay. I mean, well, maybe, just... but, but not in that context. Oh, okay. Well, uh, it's basically what I said. It's people, they call us Love Lighters or Love and Lighters. And uh, we are said to, they say, you're going to join the Love and Light community. Basically, it's those that are working with ascension energy, higher energy, the healing, positive energies, and metaphysical uh, ways of thinking. And uh, I don't know. It's up to everybody to decide how you feel. But we do use positive energy a lot with love, and we use wisdom, which is called the light, and uh, higher powers, and uh, how we work with each other. So... I appreciate everybody for being here. Now, Anna, uh, Mary Lou, uh, do you remember Anna? Y'all been on the show before together. Yeah, I remember Mary Lou. She's always <laughs> with you. Wow. Hi. Hi. Okay. <laughs> so Mary Lou and Anna have been on shows before, and uh, I guess this is like old home week. I guess we're going to start back up for the summer, folks. Now, uh, let's ask some questions of some of our regulars. Is it better to be 9 to 11 Eastern, or, or wait, that'd be 10 to 12? Is that too late, Anna, for New York, in your opinion? What? Or is, what time is it? Yeah, oh. is it too late? Everybody tonight was tuning in at 9 o'clock. Not for you? Well, sometimes I don't know. Uh, Bill, you got in at nine, but you know we've we've uh, what it is right now is if we can do eight, that's nine Eastern folks, eight Central, seven Mountain, and six Pacific. So uh, I came on at eight tonight, but if I come on at ten, ten to twelve, a lot of people go to work on Thursdays. But you know this is a group thing. That's why I wanted you people here tonight. So. We can all work together and be who we are and show up and help people. And I'll do readings probably uh, on Tuesday, I think, Tuesdays. And Wednesday, uh, or Wednesday, we can do Ascension Psychics on that night. Thursday is just everybody to show up for a panel. And uh, whatever comes up for us is uh, the ACE Metaphysical Institute. Now, I know you're going to say, well, where is your website? Well, Believe it or not, the ACE Metaphysical Institute is part of the Ascension Center organization, Ascension Psychics, and I broke it up. And we have uh, the T.J. Mars ACIR, which I'm T.J., and we have several websites, and some of them have our historical documents. So it just depends on your part and what part you're going to play, past, present, future, and how you can fit in. But, uh, Sherry, you sound like you'll fit in really good. 
with Bill, me, Mary, and Anna. And uh, Anna's been calling in for, what, a couple of years now? Easily, Anna, isn't that right? I guess, yes. Maybe even three. Cause, uh, Definitely did, three. You think, yeah, because back to 20, and it may have been 2012. I don't know. We've This is going to be our fourth year, folks, June 6th. So if you're new, thank you. So four years coming on. Now, Bill started 12 to 13. Anna, you were right in there. Do you remember? Because you you remember how many times you've renewed in New York, don't you? But you think it was 2013? Yeah, yeah I think so. Hey, Bill, do you remember Anna's voice? We didn't keep a record, folks, just in case you're wondering. <laughs> you, it's kept universally in the Akashic field. <laughs> what do you think, Bill? Yeah, I, I, I don't. Maybe I just wasn't on when she was on because I don't recall Anna. But She's been on I, a lot of my psychic reading shows when I did oh, okay. readings, yeah. tarot readings. I haven't, readings. Been, I haven't had a psychic reading for years. Ah. Uh. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. That, that, I haven't done a lot of the psychic reading shows, so I, that may be why I haven't uh, haven't met Anna before. Well, uh, Anna, you and Mary both. Uh, how is your lives going? Because uh, you both came on the psychic reading shows, but has your life been pretty good since we ought to hear from you and see what you're both doing? Uh, and San, uh, Sherry has got a degree and been called here, but she could help us out a lot too, hopefully, in the future. But, Anna, how is your life going? Is it good? Yeah, it's it's better than three years ago. Thank you. Good. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully being actually, a part of your life. Do you, remember, uh-huh. do you remember Matthew? Yes. Mm. I actually... Got back together with him for a short time after three years. So I don't know. I just we're just taking a break now. Oh, okay. So you got back and now you're back. But now was he the one that rode the bike or not? Was he the before bike, the bike? Yes. Yeah, he still rides the bike, and we ride the bike together. <laughs> good. Yeah. Well, good. Good for you. Well, but, let's just see. It's yeah, good to have friends. Break now. Okay. Break now. Well, you're a beautiful girl, and I'm happy for you. Uh, you know, folks, we're all here to share, and this radio show it gives some people energy and a way, a place to check in. And I'm not sure exactly how this works, but I know that it's important to have a spiritual community. And every one of you is important to hold your own and hold your energy and to be a part of this. And Mary Lou, Mary Lou, remember you, she she was from New Orleans, and she remembered me being from Monroe, Louisiana. But we had a connection. And uh, Mary Lou, you're a lot younger than I am. I'm 64 now. So do you remember how old I was when you met me? I, I remember that you were older than me, but it's only only ten years is not much. Uh. <laughs> right, <laughs> energy. They say say your your uh, life number is just a word, but, but uh, let's how ask are you, there. Teresa? How are you doing? Well, you know, my husband died. You talked to me since I then, know. right? I know that. I, I so you came on this year. Of, 
Yeah, I'm so yeah. sorry for your loss. I was kind of, I was, you were in the middle of those changes, and then he passed away. Right, and so, folks, that's sort of why I haven't been doing readings. I'm just getting back. You know, I went to uh, do the Mid-South Conference. It was on the psychic or the paranormal panel with Bill. We did UFOs, and we did dark-eyed children. We had the most popular panels with all these people showing up, uh, several thousand for the weekend at the Hilton. And so we had a very good panel, a very popular panel. So I hope everybody will try to make it to the Mid-South Conference in March of 2017. So put it on your calendar to meet us in Memphis. And uh, we'll run around together and have hot dogs or something. <laughs> we had, that was funny, the Hilton provided us hot dogs. But we had a good time. And I'm just getting back to... Uh, I haven't done my readings yet, so have I, Bill? I don't believe since we've come back, have we, since Tom's passed. Have I done readings? I don't think. I, I think I've tried. I don't remember, folks. I don't think. I, I just think I I haven't built up good energy yet, Mary Lou. You know, it's uh, that's one of those things where I'm, I'm coming back and I'm bringing the Ace Metaphysical Institute back into the uh, mainstream again, and uh, emotionally, mentally, physically, and spiritually, to work. And I announced it again tonight. And now Bill's here, and he's my lifeline support for uh, anchoring. Mary Lou, you're back. Anna's back, and Sherry's new. But Sherry, I feel like you're going to be a part of our Great Awakening Universal Plan for Truth here. And uh, it takes everybody that has an overall purpose. And uh, objective, and you've been balancing and working with energy. And different people have different procedures and practices. And I'm, I'd prefer to concentrate and focus on the tarot. That's my little claim to fame, is I enjoy using that to unfold uh, energy from the Akashic field with others. Uh, and Bill's been doing artwork, his specialty is fractal art. And, of course, he does speak. He's very good at speaking. And how's your book club coming, uh, Bill? Uh, he has a book club. In the is writer's group. Good? Yeah. Writer's group. Excuse me, writers. Okay. Is that going good? <laughs> yeah, we, we, we've got uh, um, a new new guy that's been coming along the last couple of meetings that, uh, you know, and it's all all in all, I think the group shows some promise we we still got a lot of growing to do where we're just beginning, so we're kind of a small group, but that's okay you know sometimes you can you can get a lot done with a small number of people <laughs> but uh right. we do writing exercises and we we meet at a, the local barnes and noble um and uh and like i say we we do uh exercises and and just talk about our writing and talk about techniques and uh, ways to practice and things to do, you know, that kind of stuff. There's a, One of the things I think a, a lot of folks who aspire to be writers, that a lot of folks that, you know, I keep hearing them say, you know, yeah, one of these days I'm going to write that book or, you know, or whatever, you know. It's, my, my, my answer to that is don't just say you're going to do it someday. Just start doing it. Just do it, you know. Uh, you know, I, what was it? Uh, one of those, write uh, every day. Writers write every day. And exactly. folks, that's an important part is what writing who you are. Is it Nike or one of those shoe companies that had that that slogan, just do it? Was it Nike? Or well, I don't know if it was Nike. 
It may have been. That's, it was. Was it Nike, Just anybody? Do, it. Do you remember? Yeah, I don't recall what what company it is. It doesn't matter really in this context. It's just just do it. I, I agree. <laughs> just do it. You know, um, stop talking about doing it and just do it. You know, just start and, doing um, whatever the subject comes. Just start writing and get it done. But it it helps if you just start. Same thing here, metaphysically speaking, is mm-hmm. just get start and be a part of us. Mm-hmm. You want to know how to do it. It depends on what you're working on. There's, it could be your energy of any level. We work together to develop your innate abilities, but I want to help others to work. Uh, we have auric sites. We have chakra balancing. Uh, that's a good place to start energy. And traveling, uh, we have so many different levels. A lot of our people come from the Edgar Casey Institute. Uh, they just want a place to come and connect and we anchor the energy here, folks, with writing books, talking on the radio, sharing our near-death experiences, our past life experiences. We have a, a alien ET, alien contact group. Uh, we study UFOs, ETs, having experiences. Uh, we're always talking about deja vu and our sixth sense and uh, how to learn about universal energies, uh, how we work together. To Some people want to learn to channel their higher selves. Some don't. Some want to learn how to do automatic writing. Oh, my gosh, we've got so many things that we do. We send you, to, if you have uh, the time to go to Hawaii, Janet Care Lesson, Dr. Lesson has a Ph.D. in anthropology and psychology, and they have the Tantra Temple where they help you and they help classes of people and couples. And then Bill and I talk about dreams a lot, our unfinished business here, predictions, insights of the future. And uh, now we don't have an astrologer, so uh, if anybody knows someone that wants to be in our group, they could write about that or we could connect their links. Uh, But if you have different groups, uh, Bill... uh, Promoting Dr. Gilbert and his Vesica Institute, they do sacred geometry, and then you can go be certified from North Carolina, go to Canada, and you have to go through their master teaching on sacred geometry. But, uh, you know, if you're interested in doing or just having readings, uh, still you can come on one of the nights. Ascension Psychic uh, should probably be Wednesday night for the psychics, uh, but uh, I'm not sure yet. That Bill, you go to uh, choir practice on Wednesdays, but uh, there's other... This, um, uh, this summer we'll be taking a break, so uh, uh, I'm not sure just when. We're, uh, <clears throat> it may, in fact, be uh, starting next month that we're going to be taking our, our break for a while from choir practice. So, so, so during the summer I'll be able to do Wednesday nights. Okay. Um, well, you know, folks, if you're a life path person... And you're you're studying healing methods or the art of Reiki or other healing methods. Uh, Sherry, do you have anything you particularly want to be known for, or are you just generic metaphysics? You're into all of it when you come. I'm I'm still finding out what the story's going to be, and it's still being okay. written. And so mm-hmm. I know I'm a healer. That's about okay. All. Do you have any about tools? That. Do you use uh, shock, do you use stones or magnets or toning tuning forks or tuning bowls or well, like I, just uh, start Reiki right now? Body um, scanning. I, I do body scanning. Okay. Uh, 
scanning, but I, I read, and so I'm, I guess, the clairticent or whatever. I get the clear knowing. And so yes. I invite my guides and all my ascended masters to assist me on my healing because I'm just the channel. I never, it's, you know, when I say I'm a healer, I'm a channel. It's probably a better word for that. And um, it's whatever is meant to be for the soul in front of me at the time, and that could be tarot, it could be pendulum. Oh, you can do tarot, too? Yeah. And um, I, like I said, I'm just so used to reading energy that, to me, it, I, I forget to, that people use those tools. It's all the same to me. I'm reading energy. And, uh, but sometimes yeah. it helps to org- organize the thoughts with the tarot, and I like, because whereas I'm feeling with my solar plexus and my gut and my inner knowing, sometimes the tarot can put the story in a little more articulate form so you can quickly convey what you're trying to say there. Well, Dr. Sue, I use the tarot cube. I use the tarot Yeah, like how are you doing? Are you doing good with well, your own tarot reading? Yeah, I do my own, and sometimes it's, tricky and I have a book that I use and I like that book a lot so you know well we're all about self healing folks and if you're about your own self help you know there's various uh, techniques tools and you can be a practitioner and here at the Ace Metaphysical Institute we encourage your own education and the research and your decision is totally on your agreement as to what tools or ways or techniques or practices that you use. And uh, Reiki is uh, an art form from the ancient healing process with Dr. Mikio Usui, who was a Japanese scholar and physician for those of you. But he stumbled upon a healing text, and he uh, used the healing methods of Jesus, believe it or not, and spent time developing that method of Reiki, using to heal the poor as well as teaching the techniques but uh, there's healing positions and hands, and we've got them on some of our websites. And we work with a lot of different groups in different states with Reiki. But uh, you can get certificates. Uh, the the daughter uh, and the granddaughter, I believe, is still alive. But uh, Reiki is very inexpensive, and, and it's a way to, in different states to uh, learn alternative modalities. Uh, I don't know, but you can get into the third degree. There's various degrees, like black belts <laughs> of Reiki. So uh, it just depends. We've had uh, uh, Serial uh, Kyoku of Atlanta, Georgia, who's a member, and he hasn't been on a long time, but he was very much into Reiki and going, and he had just begun his journey in Reiki healing. I started in Hawaii from the original with Japan, and I uh, learned all that for years. And uh, then sort of like Sherry, you just start doing reading and uh, working together. So whatever you guys want to know, we can have different groups and different nights to have different studies. And if you're interested, please come, be a role model, uh, be comforted that uh, you're among uh, your peers. And if you'd like to write something up, we would appreciate it. And we'll put it on Aerocop for Education Research Association, or ascensionpsychics.com. And it's A-S-C-E-N-S-I-O-N, psychics, P-S-Y-C-H-I-C. I call it Ascension Psychics, 
Side chicks, PSY, and then CHICS. I don't know if anybody's ever triggered that out, side chicks. But uh, I do allow men in, as you can tell. Bill helps balance me as a male-female energy. We did good, Bill, didn't we, with all these... Being around all those people, regardless of thousands of people walking around us, some in costumes, some on television, some with dogs, some with all the carrying their equipment or going in and visiting the different vendors and the different artists. And we did well in this group. And uh, now, Anna, you live in New York, which is a huge crowded area. Are you among those people on a regular basis on the street? Why would I be on the street? Well, walking. I just, whenever I see New York and when I've been there, I had an office on 7th Street. Well, it depends on the area. Some areas are very crowded. Yes. So you don't have to do that? I do. Sometimes I walk in the crowded area. Yeah, that's what I meant. Because a crowd, how you... uh, I haven't had to do that in a long time, folks. I went to Chicago and uh, recently and was driving, and I got a little weird feeling because I hadn't been in a big city like Chicago in a long time. I was fine except that the rain in my windshield wiper quit and broke. That was interesting to be in the rain and have these big 18-wheelers going next to me. But energy is important and to understand at all time. And uh, you may want to be prepared. And this metaphysical group, I want you guys to really get used to helping each other, remind each other to be excellent at being prepared. (laughs) Because I wasn't. I just took off for Chicago in a car. Uh-oh. Just eight hours away, just take off and go like I did with you, Bill, just take off from Memphis, you know. And yeah. you just really need to make sure you're prepared and uh psychically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically for sure. But uh I had a really good time. And you know, there's a I was connection. In the boys, I was ahead. in the boys I was growing up and that was our motto. Be prepared. <laughs> Be prepared. <laughs> well, especially in your role as a supernatural metaphysician, the more you practice and the more you make a connection with your higher self, the better mm-hmm. off you're going to be. So be consciously aware that you are a practitioner and that uh, the more you are given, the more is expected. So please remember that and believe. Be live it. Be living right. and be an example to others as a metaphysician that you are uh, auditory and specifically sound. Tonight was one of our lessons. You never know what kind of lesson you're going to get by showing up here with us and uh, what parts you're going to play. Now, uh, Sherry, you know, if you could show up with your memory of particular positive feelings and your Reiki energy would be very good to be an anchor and uh, instantly experiencing, hopefully, positive connection and communication. Uh, have you ever been an anchor or been a practiced uh, practitioner for a group, a metaphysical group, Sherry? No, and this is, no, I haven't, and this is really interesting sounding. And I'm looking at your website here, trying to get a grasp of how large the group is, and it seems very interesting. It's, it's an interesting group. Well, now, we also have GoSoulFirst.us, uh, but, you know, we're we're real scattered. And uh, I want, I've got the Alien Contact Organization, and uh, GoSoulFirst.us, with uh, Bill's 
artwork on it. So I've I've been I've gone from 75 to 100 websites down to only like 10 to 12. And huh. so I'm trying to handle the entire world for the entire Ace Metaphysical Institute, and we're also federally have the name Ace Folk Life for those that uh, are are archivists and producers of records and videos in the United States of America and the world, but mostly through the Smithsonian. And then we have uh, Ascension Center organization for raising consciousness. And Sunday's Ascension Center, and we've just added the word church in 2015, which is for the people, by the people, and the spiritual energy, which I was really uh, non-political and non-religious. But we are a spiritual metaphysical group. And uh, it felt weird that I would even add that word. But it got to be where I had so many people connected to me. And uh, having the laying on of hands in the Golden Pyramid, and I was called by God, your higher power, your source, God, that, that whoever, each person has their own God, believe it or not, as to how you have the masters. But we say the masters, Buddha, Krishna, Jesus, all those in esoterics, all the masters of what the earth, but mine was here in America. And I always chose Jesus as my master, but angels, gods, you know, but I, I was monotheistic thinking there was only one. But I have no, universally, we say live and let live. So we're open-minded. You can use any that you want to, folks. You can follow any role, any, uh, whatever works for you, uh, you know. I don't know how to say it. Bill, you want to address that universally? <laughs> How do we say that? Sorry, what? Sorry about that. Using your, your God source and your higher source. Universally speaking, with our group, uh, it's whatever works, but it's we have a universally speaking. How do you say we're, we're non-denominational, but we're really metaphysicians that universally we're all self-improving, but we're self-help, we're independents, we're contractors consultants, agents, organizers. It's like being volunteers, folks, and we just all come together, you know, like a convention. You know, if you if you're a speaker, you'll you get chosen to speak or you may be author, you may go in the vending room, you may go in the artist. But uh once a year we're going to come together and hopefully meet each other and then we vote on officers. But right now, we just I just posted them. Uh so uh, we have articles and bylaws. Uh, let me go. Let's see. Uh, it, it it just depends you know, on what you're looking for. But go right. ahead, Bill, for the universally speaking for everybody. Well, yeah, universal is a good word in this context. You know, that's what we are really. We're universalist in that sense that um, it, we draw from the entire universe, not just from one school of thought or just not just one religion. But we draw from all of them. We look at all of them because, you know, it's my sincere belief that, you know, there is no single people who you could call the chosen people any more than that we are all chosen. So in that sense, we are all, I believe we're all chosen, and therefore God, it's capable or possible for God to communicate to each and every one of us in your own personal way. And um, so 
bearing that concept in mind, I believe that you know that inspiration is available to anyone and everyone. It's just a matter of whether or not you take the time to listen. You know, uh, there's a scripture that talks about that. You know, uh, that idea of uh, of being still and listening for what uh, that still small voice. Unlike Walter, you're not loud. It's not loud at all. <laughs> that still small voice is, is you know, you can so easily not hear it if you're not listening. If you're if you're too much into your own noise, your own noise you're making, you're never going to hear it. So you got to stop and be still and quiet. Just listen, and then that still small voice will begin to reach into your heart and begin to touch you. And you know, and it doesn't matter what religious background you come from, because that we're all children of God. And so that same God is going to touch each and every one of our hearts if we just take that time to stop, be still, and listen. You know, not long ago, I actually wrote a poem about that. <laughs> and I was... Uh, actually, I guess I should say it was actually several years ago when I originally wrote it. But uh, I was just kind of playing around the other night, digging through my computer. Uh, looking, I knew I had written a lot of material before that uh, that I could kind of work from and kind of add to the writing that I'm doing recently. I, <clears throat> as TJ mentioned earlier, I've been working on this book, The Open Walk. Well, now while we're in the editing process with the open walk, and that, that can sometimes take a long time, the editing process. You know, I, I, I had this thing ready in April, uh, actually in March, come to think of it, well, near the end of March. Um, but but so far as getting, you know, getting the edit finished, that's taking a while. So, it, you know, but hopefully it won't be much longer. So in the meantime, while I've been waiting on being able to get this book out, I've been working on additional material to go along with it. You know, at first I thought it would be like a workbook that would maybe go along with this book, but now it's just grown to the point where I think it's going to be a series of workbooks. <laughs> so, not just one. Uh, I don't know how many yet, but uh, you know, as the as the spirit moves me and I write more and more materials, I'm sure I will eventually eventually get to the point where I'll be starting putting these workbooks out too, um, and. Um, so it's, it's it's a lot of material about spirituality, uh, and, and I really do believe that that we live in an age right now where, uh, you know, and this is not necessarily a familiar term, syncretism. Uh, those who, who've heard of it will, will know what I'm talking about. But if you, if, in case you don't know, syncretism is is simply put um, where you're looking at all these different schools of thought and different religions and different philosophies and even different theories and science, and you find the ways that, that these things kind of dovetail with one another. So you can take a concept like karma from the East, and then you take a concept from uh, Western philosophy, or at least from, uh, from Western traditions of Christianity, this idea they call... Uh, you know, that which you sow, so shall you reap. It's basically the same idea. Karma and and this sowing and reaping, and also what scientists call cause and effect or causality. 
uh, all of that's just describing the same thing, but with different words and in different, from different cultures. But it is essentially describing the same thing. So when you find that way of blending the different ideas from all these different philosophies, uh, of saying, okay, this, this is the same idea, but now here's another idea that's totally different, but it doesn't contradict necessarily this other idea than this other religion over here, so maybe they can kind of be blended together, you know. And, and ultimately we see throughout history this has been done over and over and over again, different, different wisdom teachers uh, finding the ways of blending these various ideas from different schools of thought and bringing it together in this kind of uh, synchronizing it in a way. That's what syncretism is, is, is bringing it together and finding the blend. And it doesn't mean that you can necessarily mix every concept from every religion together, because some of them are mutually exclusive. Some of them really are contradictory. But well, so what you do is you, you look for the commonalities. You look for the common points. And, and then you go from there, and you, and you find also the things that it's like, okay, our spiritual realm, the, the reality that we all live in, whatever it is, is extremely complex. It's not a thing that just you can figure out overnight, you know. It, it takes a while. Um, so since it is sort of complex, uh, it, it seems to me that some people, you might say, have kind of specialized in one area while others have specialized in some other area in terms of what these different wisdom teachers have taught us in the past. So, um, so you can find kernels of truth in all the religions of the world, and you can also find falsehood in all the religions of the world. They're all mixed together. And our challenge is to somehow be able to sort it all out <laughs> and figure out which is which and, uh, and get a hold of those little kernels of truth from all these different belief systems and, and bring it together in some sort of synchronized way. And so that's why I'm all about this whole syncretism concept, because that's what I'm trying to do. And that's what I'm trying to do with all the stuff that I'm writing, is, is to figure out at least a way of looking at this. And when I say a way of looking at this, I'm saying that there, it's not just the way. And, and that's part of the mistake a lot of people make, is when you're trying to find the way. You know, as, it is, as if to suggest that it's the only way. But there isn't just one way that is the only way. Instead, all these different paths, okay, imagine, imagine that our goal is the peak of a mountain. And I'm on the west side, CJ's on the east side, and somebody else is over here on the north, and maybe uh, Sherry's on the south. But you know, are we going to take the same path to get up to the top of that mountain? No, we're going to each take different paths, aren't we? Each of us will take our own path, but where, does the, where do those paths lead? They all lead to the same place, ultimately, the top of that mountain. So <clears throat> that's the challenge, is to find the ways to see how this culture over here had this path, this other culture had this way of doing it, another one had another way of doing it, and we can kind of look at all these different ways, and, and each of us find our own way. And, and part of the concept that I'm dealing with in, in, in these books that I'm writing now is a, a new terminology that I, with syncretism, I'm calling it personalized syncretism. The idea yes, being that, that each and every one of us have our own individual way, our own individual personalized way of bringing it all together into our minds. 
I got to so, interrupt uh, you, Bill. We're fixing to reach the end of the show, folks. For those of y'all that want to understand what we're doing here, we're just coming back online, getting ready to uh, do this weekly, and we want to invite everybody. And we've only got 60 seconds, but uh, sometimes we go over when we're talking, just so you know. And then it's recorded here if you want to come back. But we'll be helping you weekly. We want you to come and be a part feel like you're going to learn something every week and I'll uh, go through some classes that normally uh, they're about a thousand to two thousand dollars with most of the companies and uh, we're trying to bring them down where they're a lot cheaper for you and I just sort of cover some of the basics but uh, not here they're not that much here by the way (laughs) but uh, we're going to be giving some that's very 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 inexpensive for you but uh, you know it's uh, not the goal it's just here. So uh, if you'd like to be a practitioner, let us know. We have Ascension Psychics Magazine. It's the Paranormal Game Connection. And uh, love and light, everybody. And if you'd like to join me, just uh, look for me here, this channel, Cosmos Radio Org, TJ Mars ET Radio. And uh, we may stay over for just a few moments or a little bit on our recording. So love and light. And uh, join us weekly here on Thursday nights, popular show. Join us Saturday, Sunday, and uh, come back and hear what we're talking about and be a part when it's Thursday night's panel night. So if you want to come and show up, it would be great. All right. Well, I lost uh, Mary Lou. So uh, Mary, apologize for that. Uh, She dropped off again or she was going to hit a button to talk again, I guess. (laughs) But thank you, John, uh, Bill, uh, everybody, for joining us, uh, Mary Lou and Sherry. we can uh, have you, uh, everybody, if you want to join AscensionCenterChurch.org. Uh, there the articles and bylaws are out there. You can read it. If you want to go to their association, a group, uh, a church in your area, whatever it is that you're called to, listen to your higher guide and your spirit for uplifting humankind. We're a spiritual and education uh, group. And uh, find your, your spot and get to know us. And, it's all about uh, fellowship and how you fit in with our organizations, and we have different ones. So look at ascensioncenterchurch.org. Look at ascensionpsychics.com. We have goalsoulfirst.us, and uh, we've got, of course, mine is cjmorrisacir.com, uh, and uh, I'll come back and do some readings if you just want to have some tarot readings. And we'll get to know Sherry, too, with her degree and where she fits in. Uh, But, Sherry, think about being an anchor. And, uh, you know, people that are anchors, they just, they show up and they do their part. So no matter what, other people know they can count on them, folks. And and John Drockton's been an anchor for me for years. Instantly, you can experience... uh, uh, the more you come and practice, the more you learn, but you also learn that people appreciate you being conscious. <laughs> and sometimes people just have to show up for the universe. So uh, people that anchor, sometimes they're auditory. Uh, sometimes they just are using their uh, senses, and it's a positive feeling you have about being around them. They have special places in the universe. And, you know, angels have special places, messengers do, and uh, light workers do. And uh, a lot of the light workers will be around you, and you don't even know they're doing what they're doing, but they're doing it. And they have good positive energy. So 
uh, we'll go into all that and we'll help you find your place. So, uh, Sherry, I hope you feel comfortable. And uh, we had an interesting night, so we know sometimes when people show up, I got to hit like Sherry did. I think they were just traveling in teams. Uh, Sherry, <laughs> have you are you familiar with Blog Talk? Have you been on yes. Blog Talk before? I have okay. a little well, show you know on. Yeah. What's your show? Um, it's Sherry, the Mystical Goddess show on Sundays at four, and um, I do the same thing. I, I talk about some topics, but usually the energy kind of dictates the show, and I like it that way. That's fine with me. Good. Well, no, great that you got a blog talk. Yeah, we've got several people that have different shows, and uh, we network here. We're a big social metaphysical network. And so Sunday's at 4 o'clock, and you can always come and mention that. Central, yeah. And, and I'm looking at your site, and I'm going to do some navigating because you've got a lot of sites here and a lot of information. Um, so far it looks I'm not, you know, looks like what I think it would look like for metaphysics, but I've got to I explore and kind of see where everything is. But you've got a lot of places for a lot of people. I can see that. <laughs> okay, well, Ace Metaphysical Institute, like we don't have one name, uh, uh, and I'm not sure why that is yet. I don't know. Ta- Bill, why have, you know, in four years we've got Alien mm-hmm. Contact Org, and we've had Ascension Center, and then we have the Ascension Psychics, and we have Ascension Center Church. But what it is is we started with one. I did have the original AscensionCenter.com in the United States uh. of America and the world. And I let it get away from me, and then I had other groups. So we've got Ascension Center Network, AscensionCenter.net Network over in Hawaii. But through the years, it doesn't matter anymore. Where you've got .com, .ca, .anything is uh, having a presence. And people are using mostly social media, Facebook now, groups on Facebook. And they don't, you know, if you're going to have a business, you need a website and social media. And a lot of the PhDs may have their classes online, but they don't. Uh, some of them don't even want to do uh, their Facebook pages. They don't post or anything. So these are things we all need to think about: is how are we going to have our cyberspace presence? And uh, Sherry's got her own radio show on Sundays at four o'clock, so that's good. You just do one uh, one week or what, Sherry? Um. That one's got the producer on it, um, and I have my own little station where sometimes I'll just go on and do a 30-minute reading show here or there. Um, yeah. You know, because okay. somebody needs to talk, and sometimes I'll feel that, and I'll pick, go on and pick up, and sure enough, there'll be people. And um, But like I said, I'm finding my niche, and I've got other things going on, like we all do. Yeah. It all fits in together on your path, and so I'm trying to, you know, figure out what is this path going to look like for me. And like I said, I know about the healing and the readings and the metaphysics. Right. They're already well-equipped to bring tools to the table, so thank you for that. Right. Well, if you yeah. want to join with us, we've got our articles and bylaws up, and I tell people it doesn't matter what state you're in, just... You know, let me know who you are and what you're doing, and we'll be more than happy to link you in and put your link up for what you're about and what you're doing. Everybody out there, let's let us know. And uh, we'll be here, and uh, we have articles and bylaws that we follow to be proper, and uh, you can reach them on just about every one of my websites uh, that I have. But you can look at ascensionpsychics.com. 
AscensionCenterChurch.org are the two more spiritual groups, and Go Soul First uh, U.S. And uh, Bill, have you been posting any articles lately? If you're a writer, folks, you can be known for a syndicated columnist and writing on certain things. If uh, I'm a writer, I have several books, if you're interested, on Amazon.com. Yeah. Sherry, you may want to go look at some of my books okay. uh, on Amazon, uh, Teresa J. Morris, anybody else out there. And uh, Bill's working on us some uh, books and uh, at the Universal level and The Open Walk and a book on that. So if any of you guys are out there authors, there's so much to do in this life. We wouldn't just get you involved and see what you're good at and see what your gifts are and get you plugged in. And now I've got more time than ever now that my husband's passed. So, Anna, is there anything you want to be known for with our group other than you're doing tarot readings and your herbs? Have you written a book yet on herbs? Hmm. Can you write, Anna? Oh. No, I do a lot of different things I don't know right now. I'm trying to pack for tomorrow. <laughs> oh. oh, what are you are you going somewhere? Yeah, I have this um in between job and um oh. and it's a at a at a paint painting, uh, some I'm doing some work along with an artist and uh so it's so I'm packing for I wanna take a gym class, paint for two hours, take a gym class and then go back to the site. And the site is on the upper west side, upper east side, and my gym is on the lower, like, west side. So it's kind of like, but I'm going to try to do it. Whoa, did you hear that? Wow, that's awesome. So uh, talk about energy mover. Anna, my goodness. So painting gym, painting gym. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. Painting gym and then painting and then home. Oh, okay, know. painting gym, painting home. Still, what a busy day you have. That's quite an interesting uh, yeah, I don't know 24 hours. Maybe well, congratulations, should, you know. Do you think I should go to the painting again after I finish my gym or just go home? Depends on your energy. If it's high, yeah. it's, if it's high, if you haven't forget it, get, for, uh, finished, you know, it's... Yeah. Uh, Exactly. It's however, your I'm energy, because you're the only one in that body. Uh, I, yeah. It sounds like something I would do, but I would plan it. Yes. But if I didn't feel like it, I wouldn't do it. That's a balanced life. Yes. You do whatever yeah, your energy dictates. Yeah, that's how I feel. Yes. yes. Thank you. So, you bet. Uh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Good like energy. That. Yes. Yes. Go with the balance of what you know. If you feel like it, do it. Exactly. If it feels good, exactly. do it. <laughs> Yes, if it doesn't, if it feels like out of balance, I got to get out of there. That's right. That's right. Too much. You can have high standards. You've got a good energy, but you're setting high standards for tomorrow. I wish I had your energy. (laughs) I am setting high standards for myself. I I was um I was home for almost a whole week because I my left foot got injured, very very mildly, nothing serious, but I have just these. I'm just itching to go to work. I'm just dying to do something and not to be home. 
think well, you've got a good day plan to be out. So congratulations for getting that organized. And your your job will be there when it's supposed to be there. We all know how all that works. So stay focused on what it is you want. It's very good, folks, to know your map your life and plan it. You know, plan. Well, Mm -hmm. they say failing to plan is planning to fail. So plan your future. And we're plan, all uh, put practitioners. Out there. Yeah, put the intention out there and, and do a lot of imagery. That's right. Yeah. We're all astral entities, but here, while we're here in the physical flesh, you're directing that body. You are just like the driver in the car. You're the spirit yeah. in, the, in the atoms and the neurons and all of that. So do your best yeah. to go with the flow. But be in charge as much as you can be, but stay balanced. (laughs) Yes, stay balanced. balance. Stay balanced. Too much is too much. Yeah, we got to watch ourselves sometimes, you know. So, yeah, I'm going to take it easy, but I'm also going to try to get some things done, you know what I mean, so that I have some money and can do things with my money again. Mm -hmm. So, basically, that's the plan, the master plan. Well, that's the beauty of nature, isn't it? The divine will, and you can work with God's source in yourself. It's sort of a delicate balance. And also have the universal spirit or the still small voice or the Holy Spirit, whatever you want to call it, that works with you in the universe. So we can all find our answers, but it's always good to have a little support, and we're here for that, folks. Oh, support support is important. Support is there's nothing without it. (laughs) <laughs> the good foundation has support, doesn't it? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm glad yeah, I can be here for like you. It. I mean, well, folks, support comes in yeah, many different ways. Support yes, comes in from God, from God. You know, you ask right. and you receive. Mm-hmm. That's the support. And Blog Talk Radio is always available. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's so a downpouring easy. of energy. Yeah. The natural law. Yeah, we're happy with blog talk. I'm very happy. It stimulates my mind. It gives us activities. Yeah, it can help us with our energy, help us get focused, and yet sometimes, sometimes gives us things to sleep on and intuitive knowledge, Mm -hmm. uh, knowledge and information. And I'm just amazed he keeps it going. I don't know what we're going to do when blog talk. It's no longer, so let's not think that. Let's mean? be willing to prepare. Who said that? <laughs> There's other yeah. places. If that happens, there will be somewhere else that's to true. go. There's I'm already sure, another There's no gossip out there that that's going to happen even. So even the thought is just like cancel, cancel, yeah. clear. Still <laughs> vibrations of positive energy and experience. But we also want to always remember how life goes. There's ups and downs. But, you know, sometimes you have a stumbling block. But, you know, uh, being a rock in the road, we somehow may stumble, but sometimes we learn to kick it out of the way. So sometimes the best way to do it is to be active and not have any thoughts. But, you know, there's being prepared. So everybody just think of your divine visions and your experiences and how to – to uh, divine well, how to know what's going to happen and, and divine well by being prepared, well, be awake. Yeah, the only thing you can depend on is God. Independable. Life I mean, is changed. People think, 
That's Life so true. Life is change. Change is God. And God is unchanged. <laughs> changed and unchanged is All the visible energy. It's uh, order and the chaos. The visible and, and invisible reality <laughs> are all. Yeah. The visible and invisible reality are visible through my eyes. Oh well. It's uh, it's yeah, it's self-help, physical self-help, mentally, but folks, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically, the wisdom, and you know, we're still carnal, and sometimes we have these stumbling blocks, but spiritually, we're going to get through it. So the souls here. The Spirit's here, and we're here to project the world and the matter that we're making, and we're here to embody and personify the divine will. And hopefully through us, yes, yes, it yes, gets yes. better. Yes. It gets really yeah, better. Yeah. Now, yeah, what we take it, with us here, we better. take with us. Yes. Amen, well. sister. Amen, <laughs> sister. Hallelujah. Well, we yeah, nervous. Well, working, Anna, have a good day tomorrow, and uh, come oh, back and see you. us when you can. Check back in. I will catch up. I will can. catch up. Okay. Well, I'll let you know uh, how far I got. <laughs> yeah, really, that would be nice. How uh, far did so God take me? I'll you just have to look and see when we build these shows. I usually do one uh Every whenever I feel like it, but I've had seven nights a week, and uh, people. Uh, I guess I'm going to do. Should, can I do nine o'clock? I'm wondering, Bill. You, what is it? Is it? I don't know. It just seemed like everybody tuned in at nine, which is ten o'clock well, Eastern tonight. I don't know. It Sherry? was normally that way with me. I was because I was out and about doing errands. <laughs> I just didn't get yeah. back in time. Till then, but uh, but normally that wouldn't be the case for me. Um, but uh, I don't know. But yeah, what time I we wanted to wish you luck on that, or wish you wish you well on that uh, art project tomorrow. I hope that all goes well. Um, and speaking of art, I got uh, you. You mentioned earlier, TJ, you know about how that I do a lot with fractal uh, art, and I got an amazing email on my birthday on the sixteenth. Uh, and it was like, I was just so thrilled. Well, happy it. birthday, May 16th. That's right. Yeah. I got deathly sick that day, but uh, I'm glad that you had a birthday. So what happened to you on the 16th? I was going to teach, but I couldn't. I got sick. What happened to you? Well, I got this email from a, a gal named Erica, who uh, is the head of art, artist relations at a company called Vida. It's spelled V-I-D-A. It's out of San Francisco, California. And uh, well, let me just read you know some of what she said here, and uh, and you'll see why I found it so thrilling. <laughs> well, before you start, before you start, I just want to say good night to everyone. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, Sherry, well, we'll check back in. And I will, uh, Teresa. Thank you for uh, having me. Yeah, and uh, just come back anytime. Check in and look me up for my phone number, Sherry. If you want to call in after I think I do want to chat with you because I um, want to talk about some of your books. But like I said, we'll okay. save that for another time. Okay. Sure. You bet. Okay, and come my on friend. Sunday too. Okay. If okay. you can, Sunday, Bill and I will be here. 
No, okay, and, Bill. I'll, 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 I want to listen in the archives about what you're saying about Vita. I want to hear it, but I've got to take a run real quick. So, I okay. okay. All right. Okay, you're All right. right. Bye, Mary Lou. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. We'll see you later. Talk no to you problem. later. So, okay. anyway, this is what uh, what Erica Vita. says. She says, uh, yeah, from Vita. She says, uh, I am writing today regarding your artwork and the hope that you will consider collaborating with us. I'm writing from Vita, a Google Ventures-backed company that brings artists and makers together from around the world to create original, inspiring apparel in a socially conscious way. We are looking for artists with amazing technical skill and truly original work. We came across your artwork, and we'd love to work with you to translate your art into fashion. By way of introduction, my name is Erica, and I manage artist relations here at Vida. Vida. It's spelled V-I-D-A, so I keep wanting to pronounce it Vida, but it's pronounced Vida. Anyway, we specialize in converting 2D art into beautiful quality apparel and accessories. Uh, Also, each of our artists receives a portion of net revenues shared back for each of their designs sold. As part of our artist recruitment team, I would be thrilled if you would join us at Vida. As, as a Vita artist, by submitting your artwork, and they give me a, a place to do that. And in the meantime, if you have any questions and so forth. Anyway, that's the gist of it. Um, and then she says, we are deep. We would be deeply honored to have the opportunity to work with you. And I was just like, I was deeply honored by getting We were getting talking about station. doing yours on fabric. Do you remember us talking about yeah. you doing your own on fabric? And that's what I they do. I really have long thought that my art would look great on fabric. And, and, you know, would merely make nice clothing as well, you know, and uh, made from that fabric. And that's what they do. <clears throat> it's not just where they just stick the picture on the front of a T-shirt. No, they apply the, the art to the entire piece of fabric and then make the garment from that. So, and you get paid net, 10% of your net sales. That's right, 10% of, of the net sales of any of the garments that they sell that has my art applied to it. That's and, awesome. and it's not just not just clothes, but scarves and you know other things, okay. even the yeah. men's inkies, like they stick in their jacket pocket. You know, <laughs> they, I they wonder call if it, uh, Anna could do Vita too, <laughs> V-I-D-A. artist, you know, I don't know if they do it invitation only like this. They sent me this invitation, and I went and looked, checked out the other artists there. And I got to say, I was almost immediately intimidated because it's like, oh my gosh, the caliber of artists they have. You know, these are some famous people, people who have stuff in galleries all across the country, and in fact, all over the world. And in, indeed, uh, there was even one of their artists who has artwork in the White House. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm feeling out of my league. <laughs> but uh, but at the same time, it's just an incredible honor for them to invite me in, you know, to this. Of course. Wait. I think it's a wonderful opportunity. I hope you do it. I think you're, that's exactly, I think it's a good fit for you. You know, well, I really begun. do. Good. Uh, I, and they, uh, and they're, unlike some of these other places, like I've worked with Zazzle for several years, you know, in Cafe Press. Unlike uh-huh. those kind of situations, here it's like you submit the art and then they have to go through an approval process. And then oh. if, if it's approved, then it starts being used, you know. And I submitted 12 pieces th- earlier this morning and they've already they, they accepted all 12 of them. So 
hey, I think it's really? really a good fit. <laughs> so, wow, yeah. excellent fit if they took all ten. All twelve, My goodness. yeah. It was, it was nice. I was surprised. Uh, delightfully surprised, I should say. But, uh, but yeah, um, I think it is. It's going to be a, a great opportunity, and I'm, I'm very pleased that, to get it. What's funny about this is that the the night before I actually looked, get, read the email, I was uh, I went I attended this class. There's a local organization here in uh, Memphis. It's called Crosstown Arts, and uh, together with Urban Arts and the Memphis Art League, there's like three different organizations that are working together to put on these classes that they're calling the hustle classes. And for for basically the idea is for artists to get out there and hustle <laughs> to sell their work. It's all about helping artists with that whole marketing process. And uh, so I took this class, and uh, one of the speakers, he was talking about how that uh, he got this great commission, you know, and he was talking about these different things, different ways, and they were talking about the importance of having a website. And it was just like, it amazed me, you know. I've had a web, you know, web presence for quite some time out there on, on, with my art, and um just haven't had that many opportunities come from it. But but this guy was talking about how he's constantly getting calls from people, you know, because of his contact information at his website. But then again, you know, he he had the advantage of he got like an interview with Huffington Post about his art, and so that that kind of gave him some instant national notoriety. And so uh, so he gets calls all the time from people wanting to commission him for stuff. And he says, you know, uh, he was talking about this, having a bunch of his art in this lobby of this hotel, and he was showing slides of it. And I've often thought that, too. You know, uh, uh, hotels, a lot of hotels across this country, <clears throat> they seem to really use a lot of contemporary art, abstracts and things like that, as far as the art that they use in, in, in the lobbies and even in the rooms. And I've long thought, too, that that would be great. If I could just get that kind of deal, you know, that would be a lot of prints. <laughs> because we're really yeah. going to put those in hotels or maybe even, uh, you know, across the country. Um, and, you know, and I thought, well, how do you get that kind of gig, you know? And this guy said, well, they just called him up, you know. And I thought, well, that just seemed hard for me to believe, you know. And then I get home and I get this email. <laughs> and it's like, oh, so it does happen. You get your stuff out there on the Internet, and eventually people do see it, and if they really like it, then they will contact you. And <laughs> so, so you know, I guess it does happen. I just wish it would happen more often, <laughs> you know, in my case, you know. But, uh, yeah, so need to manifest that more often, getting these calls and these emails. <laughs> but, uh Time will tell. Well, hopefully it works for you. I'm happy for you. And uh, it gives people an idea of what's going on out there. Uh, you know, and uh, I've got all mine, but I've got to get it back on camera ready. And uh, I may do some of that because it just sounds exciting. People have different uh, designs, and yours are very beautiful. So. Good luck with your colors and all that. And you use Photoshop, don't you, or no? Yeah, you well, do. I, I, don't I you? process my images and I manipulate them in, in Photoshop, but I actually produ- use, produce the images using fractal generators, um, different ones. I have different fractal generators that I work with. And then in Photoshop, I'll take the image and I'll manipulate it and do, put it through filters and do layering effects and 
that kind of stuff to to create my own unique abstractions derived from the fractal stuff. So most of the time, it's not just a, a pure fractal image. It's, it's a fractal that I have manipulated and tweaked, you might say, in my own way. Uh, but yeah, sometimes every now and then I'll I'll do a render with the fractal generator, and I'll like oh. Yeah, I don't have to do anything more to that. That's perfect as it is, you know. <laughs> In fact, one of the ones I submitted uh, this morning was, was one of those. But uh, but most of the time, I'll I'll go ahead and tweak it further and do my own thing with it. You know, I like to do that part. For, for me, it's it's kind of almost a zen-like experience as I'm sitting there at the computer and taking that image and manipulating it with these different filters. It becomes very process that becomes very zen-like after a while. If I sit there, really get into the zone, I might end up producing multiple pieces in one day just because I get into that kind of groove, you know, and it just just flows. And um, it's, you're right, the, 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 the stuff... I don't know, it just is so beautiful. <laughs> it just, uh, and, and I can't really give myself 100% credit for it. It's almost like there's a, um, I don't know what to call it. It, it, it. Sometimes as I'm I'm working with this, uh, with these things, it's like stuff emerges just sort of spontaneously out of the process. And so that, that emergent thing, a pattern might show up that really wasn't even there initially, but as I've been manipulating the image and playing with it, this pattern will suddenly arise, and, and sometimes those patterns will be like faces. You know, In fact, I did a whole series I, I call Fractal Faces, because just playing with that idea further, and you know, kind of t- intentionally taking it down that path to, to see what kind of weird faces I can come up with. And sometimes they can be quite exotic, you know, and sometimes very alien looking, you know, and sometimes they can look like monsters. <laughs> and then other times they can look very pleasant, you know, so it, it always varies. And, and like I say, sometimes it's almost a, a uh, like a synchronicity thing where it just, that pattern just kind of pops out. But as soon as I recognize that pattern, when I see it, I say, okay, there it is. You know, so I guess that's the eye of the artist is, is when I can recognize when something comes together in a way that that creates a beautiful composition, and then, okay, that's it. <laughs> Sometimes it takes a lot of exploring. Uh, I like to call it that because it's really what it's like when you're working with fractals. It really is. You you zoom in and you pan to one side or another. It creates this kind of virtual environment in the computer, and, and you, as you explore it, you find all kinds of neat stuff, you know, and and so that's that's what it's like. I I jokingly referred to it as I I, I mount expeditions into fractal domains, <laughs> then from that I derive my art. So uh, that's kind of what it's like. Well, you know, it's good if you could teach people too, but I don't know how you teach how to do fractal art, but definitely. Uh, there's a there's a need for that, but you're working on what you're going to be teaching, and hopefully, you know, if we can get our 90-minute presentations down, we're going to work with Neil Gower and the Ascension uh, group for that and uh, teach online classes. So be thinking about what it is you want to teach, folks, 
and let us know. We're going to be uh, putting it up for those that are well-known for whatever it is that's your niche. So develop a niche. And, Bill, what is your niche going to be? It's always been fractal art. But your books are, you know, but you know what I mean. is a PowerPoint presentation and how to teach it. And I think that can be something you could work on. There is indeed a metaphysical aspect to fractals. You know, um, Benoit Mandelbrot, he was the mathematician who discovered fractal geometry. I say I emphasize the word discovered. He did not create fractal geometry. He discovered it. It already existed long before. It just we just didn't know about it. You know that, that's the way it is with with most scientists and, and mathematicians. They, we discover things, but God's the one who created fractal geometry, and in fact. Uh, fractal geometry exists in a, what I call a foundational way throughout the entire universe. Um, the fractal, the patterns of the meanderings of rivers, the contours of mountains, the growth patterns of tree branches, and even the roots underground too, all of them conform to fractal geometry. All of them are defined by that, in fact. So, so God's the greatest mathematician there is because... He's the one who designed all that, you know. All we've done is just come along and discover it. You know, we discover these things about reality, and then we can begin to play with it and do stuff with it. And in the case of fractals, you can just produce some just beautiful art from it. You know, it's just amazing the kind of art that you can create with it. But all these patterns are all natural patterns. You know, you see a lot of spirals in fractal art, and that's, again, look at nature. Look at the galaxy itself. Look at the way the water runs down the drain. Look at the conch shell. You know, time and time again, we see these spiral patterns everywhere in the universe, expressing themselves. It is, it, and it is that is fractal geometry expressing itself through the creative force. So the source or God, whatever you want to call him, he's the greatest fractal mathematician there is. And the rest of us are just playing with it, you know. We're just kind of tinkering, you know. Uh, God knows how to do it with the fractals. And, and, I, and I also believe that even on on a microscopic level, all, all the way down to what we would call that quantum level, there's fractal stuff going on all the time. I mean, look at what's going on with the, at CERN with the, uh, the, the big colliders there. Um, when they collide those particles with one another, the little particles, we don't actually see the particles. What we see are the trails the particles leave behind. And what kind of pattern do those trails take on? They take on spiral patterns often. And, and, and clearly fractal stuff is going on, even in the trajectories these patterns take after they've collided with one another. You know? And so it's all the way down to that smallest level that God's working with fractals. I really feel like that even in a very real way, creation itself is being carried out through fractal patterns. And, um, and so, yeah, it's very metaphysical. In fact, I've written a lot about that in, in my chapters, or in my stuff where I talked about the cosmic collective consciousness. Because um, I believe that <clears throat> part of what God's doing as the universe, well, look at, what they say about the Big Bang, for instance, uh, the universe was very, very simple in the beginning. 
uh, it was all just energy. I mean, literally, it was all energy. There were no particles. There were no nothing material at all at first. But as that energy began to cool, then things started becoming a little bit more complex. Suddenly, we started getting particles. And then eventually, some of those particles started coming together, and we started getting atoms, you know. We started getting things increasingly complex, you know, and then eventually, too, you know, stars were formed and, and so forth. So the evolution of the universe itself is from something very, very simple at the beginning into something increasingly complex. So the universe is complexifying. Well, what is the process by which that complexification occurs? My belief is that that occurs on a microscopic level uh, and using fractal geometry. And uh, the, 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 Stephen Hawking talked about this, uh, this phenomenon of we, we, we observe that particles seem to kind of pop in and out all the time from everywhere. And he also made the observation that there's little tiny microscopic black holes popping in and out all the time, everywhere, throughout the universe. So I figure those two things kind of probably go hand in hand. When a little black hole, I mean, not black hole, but a little wormhole appears right next to a particle, it may send that particle off somewhere else. And then it disappears and goes somewhere else itself. And so this is happening all the time. It's like this constant rearrangement of the very particulate aspects of the universe. It's going on constantly. We don't see it. It's just constantly happening everywhere all the time. So what is that? To me, that is the mind of God in action. And God is rearranging the universe. He's taking this particle from here and putting it over there. He take that particle from this other place and put it in this other place. He's constantly rearranging things, constantly complexifying the universe through this process. That's the way the universe evolves on the most microscopic level and becomes much more complex. That's the way new sentient forms like ourselves arise as part of the universe. Here we are now. We're made up of the very stuff of the universe and we're conscious and aware, and now we can observe the very universe that, that we have emerged from. And so it, it, it's the universe trying to actually cause that to happen, to create beings that can make observations and even do other things. I feel like we are co-creators with God. The interesting thing about fractal geometry is that it has its limitations. It can do amazing things in terms of creating amazing shapes and forms, but there are some shapes and forms it cannot create. And I think that's what we're for. <laughs> we come along, we're the kinds of beings who, who we use other kinds of geometry to create your perfect cube or to create you know rectangles, parallelograms, various exacting uh, geometric shapes as opposed to the more fractured, that's the reason for the name fractal, is that these geometric shapes are very fractured and very irregular. So uh, so God creates the irregular stuff, and we create the regular. <laughs> so together we create all of it. You know, to, to collectively we're, we're co-creators making all kinds of stuff. And what's the purpose of that? I, on the long term, I can't say I know yet at this point. Uh, like I believe it was, it was Sherry was saying, you know, we're all still a work in progress. You know, uh, we're we're learning what we, what our what our place is as we go. 
So uh, I think that's still part of what I'm I'm figuring out, you know. Uh, and you know, I'm, I may not be the one to figure it out. That might be somebody else's job, you know. But at least along the way, I'll figure out a few things, and I'll share them with the world as best I can. And I don't, you know, I don't have that uh, that feeling like, well, I'm I'm here to save the world. No, that's not my purpose. My here, my purpose is I'm here to contribute as best I can. And if I leave this world with a little bit, a little bit better than it was than when I came here, then I've accomplished all I need to accomplish. I don't have to save the world. I don't have to make everything wonderful. But I, if I can do at least a little something uh, to make things a little bit better, to make things a little clearer, to help bring uh, understanding to a few things, then then that's all I really need to worry myself about is doing that and uh, and enjoying life. I think that's what we're all here for is to enjoy ourselves and along the way see if we can contribute at least a little something. That's what it's about. Well, we'll keep you, doing classes, and I just need to know what it is everybody wants to do. And right now we're moral support, we're self-help support, and uh, we're going to show up and be here and uh, appreciate everybody doing their part. And, Bill, I appreciate you tuning in, and Sherry and Mary Lou and Anna, Anna, as she says, and uh, thank you, everybody. And I think that's going to do it for tonight. And I also sing and write songs. But uh, we'll close out with, uh, I guess, uh, I don't know. What do you want to hear, Bill? You got a friend or top of the world or, uh, I don't know. We started with Sweet Dreams tonight. What do you, uh, what like do you feel like? That's a favorite of yours when you, when you do that. that? You got a friend. Okay. All right. Well, I guess we'll keep the quest. What do you say, Bill? What's your sign-off? It's um, uh, uh, may the quest oh continue. The quest continues. <laughs> yes, it, <laughs> I almost forgot for a moment there. Yes, the quest continues. That's that's my uh, that's my buzzword. <laughs> All right. See you uh, tomorrow night, folks. If you've got time, show up, and we'll see what. Synchronicity holds for us. Bill, if you can, come tomorrow night, okay? We'll start again. I may not be able to. My friend David was planning to take me out to dinner, a belated birthday dinner, and he said oh, he tomorrow night might be the time to do that. So, uh, Perfect. Uh, if that doesn't there. happen, I'll be glad to show up if that, if that doesn't work out. But if it does happen, then I'll probably be having dinner out with David somewhere. Wonderful. <laughs> Make sure he knows I said hello. Send my love, okay? Uh-huh. Do that. All right. Hey, by the way, I, I don't know that I told you, but David was very impressed with you. He really, he, he <laughs> said afterwards, he said, I really like her. <laughs> you know, so, oh, uh, well, I really liked him too. A He's friend. a wonderful spirit. He's a good man. Yeah. Well, thank you for that encouraging words, and I can't wait to see you again next year. So uh, March will come around soon enough, won't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's amazing so. how quickly it does come around. Yeah, and you've got beautiful artwork, and congratulations on Vita and your 10 uh, pieces. So good luck, and keep looking out there, everybody. Keep growing and uh, support each other, and we will be back tomorrow night. So love and light. Good night. Good night, Bill. Good night, John. Good boy, wherever you are. (laughs) When you're down and trouble and you need
Alexa, play meant to be. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get access to over 50 million songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Alexa, play Whitney Houston. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get access to over 50 million songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.